from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Holiday season is finally here, y'all. Oh, so pretty. Everybody is so nice. The holidays just bring out the best in everyone. I think we can all agree on that. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's a real nice time when you get together... With the family or even solo and yeah. put up the Christmas tree, you yeah. put up the Christmas lights, Tradition. decorate your home, right? Puts everyone into a great mood. And 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 it's emotional too, you know, because that like that sort of hour or however long it takes you to, to do the tree is like it's emotional for people. It's like you know, you can't get mad at that. It's it's mm-hmm. all it's that that is what sort of love looks like for a lot of people. It's just that getting together on the right weekend. This past weekend is a legendary weekend for putting up the tree. Mm-hmm. However, none of what you just said resonates with Dammit Maury and his husband, Dammit Matthew. Oh. Because it was oh. just all chaos <laughs> also, in the condo. An hour? <laughs> Try six. So six? Six hours. That's just opening the box. <laughs> <laughs> is it because you're so small? <laughs> just It was just like all chaos ensued chaos. from the time that... The Christmas tree was brought up to okay. the condo right. from the storage area. Uh, oh, tension that's right. Tension was high. Tension was very high. Here's what happened. No, don't you have to twist it onto this? What? Okay, we'll try it that way. Then you put it down. I thought it has to fall. Oh, my God. Careful. You have to lift up. And I don't have... I have a bad back already, so I, I don't want to, like, be dealing with this. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to leave you here alone and you can do it by yourself. You're scratching the wall. It has to go all the way into the hole. Maury, we have to take it out. I think you're supposed to put this down and push it down. Yeah, but I can't push it until you loosen that. It is loose. Oh. <laughs> there. Um, now, but do you have to tighten it? Yeah, Maury, I have to tighten it. You pull these branches out. Okay, we're getting a new tree next year. I don't give a about sentimental value. <laughs> Our memories are tied to this. No. Not anymore. I don't know if I'm going up or down. I hate this. I f-ing hate this tree. Can you feel underneath? Is the tip through? Yes, the tip is through. Is it jiggling? Oh yeah, shut up. I don't God. give a f- about your stupid words. <laughs> Why'd you stop? Because my back. <laughs> Maybe we should have figured out which way is up and which way is down to screw it. Oh Why don't my you f-ing screw it down then? I'm holding this. You don't need to hold it anymore. It's in. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel it coming down through for further. This has to be in. I don't care if it f-ing falls over this year. We're getting a new one next year. You're rubbing it against my f-ing curtains. No, we have to fix the branches. Do you not know anything about fluffing? Get that out of there. It's in the back. I don't want that. Maury, you're going too fast. It's not right. 
Like instead of ripping. No, we're not. But if we're not doing red, why are you putting that? You're dumb. Clearly, I married a dumb person. Oh my <laughs> because I think something was. But good. if I told you we're doing silver, whites, and metallics this year, why are you are you colorblind? Because now you're bringing red. If you don't take that ornament off the tree, I will smash it on the ground right now. <laughs> why can't the pickle go in the front this year? It has to go way in the back. What's wrong with right here? It's at the back. I want that in the back. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot done. The thing this year is very subtle. No, I like a full tree. Did you put deodorant on today? Yeah, why? Um, I don't know. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There's just one thing I need. I need. I don't want that. Thank you told you. me the theme was silver. The theme is if we have it and owned it in the past year, I don't want it on the tree, really. I want, like, to put the new stuff that we bought. My God, we spent two years of putting away ornaments for this theme. Why are you shoving like, me away? I don't know why. Like, that's not... Uh, this is a small, tiny ornament. The turtle so doves it, go on the tree. Yes, but it would go up higher because it's small. It's not going to get lost in the bottom here. We're, like, ugh. Can you put the turtle doves um, on the tree? There is a system to decorating the tree. Like it just doesn't just it doesn't just go on the tree. Like you don't just randomly push shit on the tree. Like that's not how you I are operate. ruining Christmas. Well, bah humbug. I don't care. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Is Matthew okay? No. He's got a bad back, clearly. Nice. <laughs> This may be the most aggressive tree trimming I've ever heard in my life. Yo, my boy just texted me. Yeah. He goes, this is the most ridiculous thing the Dammits have ever done. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. We're getting so many texts on the Roz and Mocha text line. We just uh, played for you what happened in the Dammits condo mm -hmm. over the weekend. They were trying to put up the Christmas tree mm -hmm. and um, just, it was just all chaos, all chaos. And, uh, and, and in case you missed it, um, we have a, uh, was it a condensed version? Is mm -hmm. that, is that what you have? Um, we just, we can, we can't, we can't play the whole thing again, but, but, but we put a condensed version together and please remember um, again that this is in fact the Dammits um, putting up their Christmas tree. Oh my god, careful. I have a bad back already, so I, I don't want to like be dealing with this. It has to go all the way into the hole. Maury, we have to take it out. I think you're supposed to put this down and push it down. Yeah, but I can't push it until you loosen that. It is loose. I don't know if I'm going up or down. Can you feel underneath? Is the tip through? Yes, the tip is through. Is it jiggling? Why'd you stop? Because my back? <laughs> Maybe we should have figured out which way is up and which way is down to screw it. Uh -huh. Why don't you can screw it down then i'm holding this you don't need to hold it anymore it's in oh oh yeah 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 i feel it coming down through for further <laughs> this has to be it you're rubbing it against my curtains do you not know anything about fluffing get that out of there maury you're going too fast it's not right <laughs> that may be the single greatest thing we've ever played on this That's show. That's why to call him Speedy Gonzalez in the streets. <laughs> God, what their neighbors might say. Get that out of there. Maury, you're going too fast. It's not right. <laughs> Matthew with the sore back. Maury rubbing it on the curtain. <laughs> Somebody just texted, I'm not familiar with Jewish traditions, but... <laughs> really, I have to put up Christmas trees like this? <laughs> Can you please confirm that the dammits actually love each other? <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, listen, man. 
Uh, poor, poor Maury. Matthew takes high maintenance to the next level. <laughs> oh, my God. Is Matthew ever happy? <laughs> well, yes. Am I supposed to answer that? Yeah. No, Matthew is. is. I've seen Matthew happy before. Maury, you're going too fast. It's not right. <laughs> Take your time, bro. <laughs> Slow down, Maury. <laughs> Slow down, he's got a bad back. Yeah, it's a special moment. Oh my god, careful. I have a bad back already, so I, I don't want to like be dealing with this. It has to go all the way into the hole. Maury, we have to take it out. I think you're supposed to put this down and push it down. Yeah, but I can't push it until you loosen that. It is loose. I don't know if I'm going up or down. Can you feel underneath? Is the tip through? <laughs> yes, the tip is through. Is it jiggling? Why'd you stop? Because my back... Maybe we should have figured out which way is up and which way is down to screw it. Why don't you f***ing screw it down then? I'm holding this. You don't need to hold it anymore. It's in. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel it coming down through for further. This has to be it. You're rubbing it against my f***ing curtains. Do you not know anything about fluffing? Get that out of there. Maury, you're going too fast. It's not right. Somebody just said, I'm so glad you told us this was about putting up the Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Katarina, hello. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? We are doing great. Katarina, where does your hell of a story take place and when? It takes place in Portugal in the Algarve in June 2017 when I got married. Okay, so June 2017, uh, this is the honeymoon? Honeymoon, yes. Oh, beautiful honeymoon. Sounds glorious. Yes. What happened? How could yes. anything go wrong? Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> no, it was great. Uh, we got there. Um, everything's feeling great. Then we're in the water, and we do a little hanky-panky, which, you know, probably shouldn't have done, but we did. Um, wait, wait a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. In the water, like in a pool or, or in the water? Like, like in the sea? In the ocean. In the oh. ocean. Okay. My husband couldn't keep his hands off me. Hey. Okay. So we were okay. like swimming together yeah. and he was right. holding me right. and yeah. he couldn't. Why not? It's your honeymoon. Yeah. And how long were you guys in the water for then? 20 minutes. Oh. Oh, hey. Yeah. Right. You guys are in the water. You, you do it. And then you go back home and then what happened in the night? I woke up with the UTI. Oh, surprise, surprise. I, <laughs> right. <laughs> Michael K., you know, I wanted to get it treated right away because I didn't want it to ruin the rest of my honeymoon, obviously. So yeah. um, we just take a cab and we go to uh, the public hospital there. So they give me some medication and then off we go. Perfect. So we get home at about six in the morning. Okay. Um, I took the medication. It's like a powdered antibiotic that you put in your water. Mm-hmm. And it worked amazing. It worked better than any medication I've taken here. So probably about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, we decide to get ready and we wanted to go out for dinner. Have some nice fresh seafood, have some wine. Um, and then we were going to go to a bar and to go clubbing after. Mm-hmm. Um, I dressed so well. I was wearing this cute blue top and these nice white jeans that I wore for the first time that evening. And at this point, you're not feeling any side effects uh, at all or pain, discomfort from the UTI? Nothing. I'm feeling great. great. It's like I wasn't even sick. Done. These bars are like, they don't have a a door at the front. They're kind of all just open, Mm -hmm. like right by the beach. So, you know, we're drinking. And I'm not like belligerent. I'm just a little bit buzzed. I'm having a good time. We have a couple of shots. And then I have to pee. And then with the UTI, when you have to pee, it's like it mm-hmm. comes right away. You don't 
uh, you don't have time. So, of course, I joined the lineup to the girls' washroom, and oh, no. there's a lineup, yeah. so I have to wait. I'm getting there, and, I, you know, now I'm starting to do, like, my pee-pee dance. Yeah. You know, I'm shuffling here. and yeah. yeah. And then finally, it's my turn, so I get in, I slam the door shut. Yeah. And, you know, when you get to the washroom, and it's like your body knows that you're there, and it starts kind of... You know, yeah. so I, I let out. It's a, happening. Yeah, it's yeah. happening. Yeah. So I let out a little toot. Yeah, okay. and then I'm, I'm going. Yes, okay. and then I'm going to pull my pants down yeah. and oh my, I sh- myself. Oh, ah, and you wear white pants and, and everything. You wear white t- I my knew, white pants. I knew. I knew. Oh, the, I knew when you said earlier that you had to wear white. That you wore white jeans oh, for the very first time. That something terrible was going to no. happen. Okay, so you you sharded yes. in white jeans in a yes. public washroom in a bar. Yes. Okay. In Portugal. In, in, Portugal. in, in Portugal. In Portugal. Okay, yes. so, yes. so what do you even do at that point now? Oh, my God. I, I was freaking out, obviously, because in the Algarve, it's very, like you either have soap in the washroom, but then there's no toilet seat, gotcha. or there's like no yeah. toilet paper, and there's a seat, and there's soap. So it's very, you know... So, Really, any toilet paper for me to use. Yeah. So I did my best to clean inside and, you know, and then, but I'm wearing white. So I'm thinking, how the hell am I going to leave this bathroom? Like, what the heck am I going to do? And there's a lineup of women behind me that I know oh. needs to use the washroom. So yeah. I have all this pressure on yeah. me. Oh, so no. I'm freaking out. And there's no tall mirror. So I can't no. exactly see what's, what it looks like from behind. So I'm t- I pull up my pants and I'm taking my phone. And I'm taking pictures of my butt oh just my to see what I can see from the back. And thankfully, I have a bigger butt. So I was able to hide hey. most of it. <laughs> no wonder your husband couldn't keep his hands off you in the ocean. <laughs> okay. But um, through the front, you can kind of see the mess. Oh. So I put my purse kind of like in front of me. Yeah. And then I just prayed that no one was going to see me from behind. So... I get out of the washroom and I walk quickly and I see my poor husband. He's just sitting at the bar and I go up to him and I said, we have to go. And he looks at me and I said, we need to go now. And he gets up without saying a word and follows me out. Wow. As soon as we leave, I said, babe, I myself. (laughs) And he's like, what? Like, I don't know how it happened, but I myself. And he stops and looks. He looks at my butt and he starts laughing. So I'm like, what are we going to do? Like, what the heck are we going to do? At this point, it's like 1130 at night. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go in a taxi to go back to the condo in my condition. So we're walking down these streets and randomly there's a Nike store that's still open. I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah. So we go into this Nike store and I grab the first pair of shorts that I see, which are like extreme booty shorts with the word Portugal on the back. (laughs) Yeah. Y'all got to represent where you at. (laughs) Right. And then we're walking through a bunch of little alleyways on the street. And then I'm like, I can't go in the cab. I need to change. Like, I need to get out of these pants. So in an alley, I just took off my pants. I I cleaned up myself a little bit and I put those booty shorts on and I left those pants on the floor Mm. and I said goodbye to them forever. Mm. And then because all of the commotion was over, we're sitting in the back of the cab and he leans over and he whispers to me, you know, we haven't even been married for two weeks and you're ready yourself. Oh, wow. Oh, come on. I guess. I guess. I mean, he was a real one up until that point, right? Yeah. 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 You have to say it. Wow. So actually, when I got home and the next day I went to take that second pouch of antibiotics, I translated the side effects. Like, I can read a little bit of Portuguese, but I'm not fluent in it. Yeah. And it said 
Do not mix with alcohol or diarrhea can occur. Oh, oh. <laughs> and guess what? You mix with alcohol and diarrhea occurred. Absolutely. <laughs> Katarina, that is one hell of a story. Thank you so much, girl. Thank you so much. Have a good one. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Oh, after so long, it was nice to see the Toronto Santa Claus Parade return to the streets yesterday. Yeah. 118th annual streets were lined That's up. That's a lot of years, man. It was Jeez. freezing out there, but everyone Ross, take us back shot. to the first one. Oh, for God's <laughs> sakes. <laughs> Did they have the upside-down clowns back then? <laughs> Did the suits get dirty from, like, walking, walking on dirt roads? Stop. Was it in black That's and white? <laughs> Uh, David Mori was out there at the Santa Claus Parade talking to kids. This is always fun. Zara, Santa is on his way. I'm really excited. How are you going to make sure that you get his attention? I'm going to scream, Santa! (laughs) Maybe you want to say something to him as well? Santa, give me presents! Wow, Wow, demanding. (laughs) What is your favorite Christmas song? All I want for Christmas is you. The Mariah Carey song? All right, can we sing that together? All I want for Christmas is you. What is cooler, meeting Santa today or Justin Bieber? Uh, Santa. Well, okay, yeah. Santa or Shawn Mendes? Who is Shawn Mendes? Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> how would you sneak into Santa's workshop without getting caught Damn. to see what you were going to be getting this year for Christmas? So I get to the North Pole um, and put on my elf costume and then go in and start working and check the list of what I'm going to be getting. And um, once I figure it out, just run. How are wow. you motivating Santa? Give <laughs> him a piece of motivation. Um, Santa, you got this. And <laughs> don't give up this. because you're making all the kids in the world happy. No. And if you fail, everyone oh. will be sad. Oh, and geez. no one will really care about you anymore. Oh, After oh an entire God. day of going around the entire world, <laughs> describe the smell of Santa's feet. Like cookie crumble but like really old stale cookie Mm -hmm. and a little bit of ash from the chimney and um, pine needles from the Christmas tree that actually doesn't sound that bad all mixed together and then kind of molded together it actually uh, smells very bad how are you going to sneak into Santa's workshop without anyone seeing you or getting caught to see what you're going to get this year for Christmas I feel like I'm pretty short or short enough or short enough to become an elf because they're probably like immortal so I could just put on some fake elf ears elf outfit which I think is pretty cute in my opinion then I could just sneak (laughs) in and see what and see what they're making. Now, Santa goes around the world in one day. Okay, that's a lot of work. Describe the smell of Santa's feet after that whole day. Uh, probably a mixture of cabbage Mm. rotting in July Mm. and cat poop. Okay, I need you to give a little bit of motivation to Santa to get through Christmas, okay? You can do it. Flying is insane. Mm -hmm. You have magic. You are cool. That's right. That's all I could really think of. Give Santa a little bit of motivation to get through Christmas. Santa, you get cookies. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't like cookies? And you get milk. That's right. I love milk. And you get to ride reindeers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't get to see reindeers, and that's so cool. Facts. And you got elves to help you. So I think that it's really cool that you just get to fly around 
dropping presents and getting cookies. Free cookies. Don't let us down. Get me my presents, please. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I started getting a ton of messages over the last couple of days because there's a there's a big group of people that give us credit for being the ones that first uh, alerted them to the way that Camila Cabello says Christmas in uh, the her rendition of I'll Be Home for Christmas because that was last year mm-hmm. if you remember but it's really taking off this year which is wild like I guess this is the year that like TikTok discovered it and oh. it's sort of really making it's really making a comeback well, last so, year was only on Apple so if you remember um, when she did the I'll Be Home for Christmas, Camila Cabello's thing was, she said Chris Moise, right? I'll be home for Christmas You (laughs) can count on me Yeah, so but it's weird because later on in the song she actually says but, Christmas and then she goes back to screwing it and up and then again. she goes back later yes. on to Christmas which because I Chris think Moist, that this was sorry. cobbled together from different right? takes of the track or whatever so right. what's going on now like so Camila Cabello is finally coming around to goofing on herself so right. she posted a skit on her socials where it's Camila Cabello talking to Camila Cabello yeah right like split screen uh-huh. um, getting ready to do the record for I'll be home for Chris Moy so it's Camila Cabello talking to Camila Cabello gotcha okay so we're just gonna practice some phrasing okay so repeat after me I'll be home for Christmas. All right, you try. I'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> try again. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. 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 <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> okay, so she's finally good. coming around. That's to so it. good. I love it. Uh, good to have that. Can we just applaud the fact that she embraced that? Yeah, it took a while. But yes, you have to. I don't think you have any other choice, really. Mm-mm. I think that you have to do exactly what she did. Uh, it was weird, though, that it happened a year later. Like, it's yeah. weird that it's this because holiday season. as I was saying, season. last year it was only available on an Apple special. But now Amazon, it's released. Amazon. Amazon, But sorry. we all knew. Everybody knew Everybody and knew. heard it. Sure, like, yeah. it I guess was it, then it came out wide release. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Yo, Vanessa, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey. Okay, uh, Vanessa is in Ottawa and texted in and said she considers herself to be whiter than male. Okay. And had proper Indian food for the very first time last month. What did you have? Uh, Chicken gel frizzy. If I pronounce that right, I'm so sorry. But, oh, my God, that was, like, the best ever. Just the right amount of spice. And I've been always been a little bit picky about texture. Yo, you got to talk directly into your phone. We can barely hear you. No, you're not. No, No, you're not. Yo, Roz, listen. No, you listen. (laughs) Use your phone right. There's a weird echo. You don't know how to talk to your phone. It sounds like you're in the bathroom. Okay, so back to the Indian food. Vanessa! Oh, my God. Yo, forget it. Yeah. You think she's going to pick up? No. I don't think so either. I think we're going to voicemail. How about, how about, how about, oh. What's that? Vanessa. Yo. Yo. What the hell is, is going on? Still- what is the matter? What's happening in your, in your world right now? <laughs> There's like this weird echo. You're in Ottawa. It sounds like you're in the bathroom. You're disconnecting from us. You're rude. 
Yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought you guys hang up on me. No, Why would we you hang hung up, up on, you? on us. <laughs> Oh, my God. What a mess. This is the messiest conversation I've ever had. Bear chaos. I'm just trying to find out from you about the Indian food that you ate last night or last month. So, no, uh, it was uh, chicken gel frazzly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I pronounced that right. Um, Some type of soup. But then I had roti for the first time. (gasps) And, and, and? Oh, Oh, I made sure to take that and wrap it in the chicken uh, jalfrezi with the rice and everything. And I just... So you had never had any of that stuff before, right? Never. Never. Oh, okay. What prompted you to want to, to, to try? It was actually my girlfriend's birthday. And then she has this Indian she loves. And uh, she let me only get on special occasions. So Your phone that. cut out just now. You made to say Indian restaurant because yeah. all it sounded to us was like she has this Indian that she loves. <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was her birthday last month. Okay, and but in, you, no, I just need to confirm. You said Indian restaurant, right? No, she got Indian food. Uh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay, okay. Well, what a you know yeah. this phone call. Did do you guys talk? Do you guys, do you guys talk way. on the do you talk on the phone often with your your girlfriend or no? Uh, no, because I live with her. Do, do you talk on the phone with anybody else? Uh, at work, but I have my work phone. Yeah, oh, I, yeah would, I would use time, that. I would use that yeah, one. Give us your work number next yeah. time to call you. <laughs> this just uh, horrible. Yeah, just horrible. Um, like, Vanessa, we're happy as a white girl in Ottawa that you enjoyed your uh, Indian food uh, experience. We're happy you enjoyed the roti. Uh, it was wonderful talking to you. <laughs> Despite the echo. I don't know what's going on with your phone. I am so sorry. But out there in Ottawa, before we let you go, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Roz. What? What? Yeah. Really? Hold Why? on a yeah. second. You just like roasted the hell out of Roz, though. Man. Oh. And he's still your I favorite? I love her. I, 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 no, no. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, 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 okay. I'm, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut up because that's the way you want it. And No, yeah. no. Your phone was cutting out again. And you have a terrible telephone. <laughs> Oh my God! Did we just lose her again? No, we love you. Enjoy the upside down. Thank yo, you very much. Yo, Boca, Boca, Boca. Pants down, pants down. Ross is my favorite. Okay. Okay. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll just text him because my phone sucks. <laughs> I didn't even hear what you just said, no, but thanks. Okay. All right, peace out. Okay. Say what's up to Vecna. Later. Okay, bye. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ross and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Christina, hello. Welcome to uh, Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. What in your life needs fixing? Uh, why do guys ghost so fast? Why do guys ghost so fast? Uh, Christina, you wrote us this. So I met a guy from Bumble, went on a few dates. Uh, the one date we went on, we ended up spending the whole day together. He told me he was starting to really like me. I was starting to feel it too. Going on and on about how I'm the girl you marry and how much we get along. He invited me over the next day and he cooked me dinner. I ended up staying the night. 
He then basically started acting more distant, but said it was work, and now he's ghosted me. So how long were you guys together for? How many dates did you go on? Uh, Four. Four dates. Over the course of how long? Like a week? Two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. Girl, how old are you? 27. Okay. Sorry to tell you, Christina, but (laughs) you're not the first, you're not the last. This is the game that the guy plays, I'm sure, with women all the time. Did did he tell you that you were the kind of girl that you marry before or after you had sex? Before. Before. And did he tell it to you again after or no? Uh, no. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is a game that he plays. Yeah. So th- to answer your question, uh, why do guys go so fast, is we are, and you are, living in a time of being single and... I still have a difficult time wrapping my head around it. And the problem, especially with guys, also women, but especially with guys, is they have too many options. They have limitless options. And that has never happened in the history of the world before. Where, like, before, like, a guy, this this jabroni would have to fight to get you over to his house years ago he'd have to get like butterflies in his stomach and he'd get all nervous and try to figure out what he's gonna say and all this stuff now it's a game right and it's 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 a game you play like bumble and tinder like they're games and that's what you're involved in right now yeah (laughs) that's the game that he plays now you haven't like reached out to him at all have you like since? Uh, no, not since. No, no okay, not since yeah. He don't, didn't message don't. me back. Limitless <laughs> options is such a dangerous thing for for young men. Like it's so I don't know, and I don't know how you I don't know how you sort of carve a path through that. I really don't. It's so it it, it is like it's mind blowing to me how someone like you like what are you gonna do? What are your options? Like how do you how do you figure this out when you're when every time you log on to something like Bumble or Tinder, you're just part of that game. Mm-hmm. You're part you are not a you are not marrying material. You are just another option. And the thing yeah. that sucks is that you don't know like you're gonna be so skeptical now on yeah. those apps. You don't know if and when a person's gonna play that game. Because the next person you meet may be actually quality material someone that you could build something with but you'll be a little bit more skeptical and maybe not want to meet up with them or maybe not want to go on like a second date with them or maybe not believe in any of the words that they that they say because there are too many people on those apps who are just like that guy that ghosted you right Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and it sucks i know it sucks and i feel bad that you had to go through that that experience but unfortunately uh, in your situation, you are probably one of many mm-hmm. that this guy has pulled yeah. the exact same stunt on. I know. <laughs> right? I, uh, I, it's, it, it, but it goes both ways. I wrote a line in my yeah. book because I felt this way forever, which is having a one-night stand mm-hmm. feels awesome. Being a one-night stand feels bloody horrible. Yeah. Especially when you don't know. It's true, because I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know. Yeah, you didn't know. And you, you didn't know which side of that like you were on. Super quick, right? Yeah. Here's this guy. He's yeah. into you. He's making you dinner. He's inviting you over. He's saying oh. all the things, right? You have a great, passionate night, and then all of a sudden, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's <laughs> so what are you going to do? Honestly, I'm taking a break from dating right now. I sure. just need to, uh, I think, focus on me, because... Mm-hmm. That's it's dating is rough right now. Yeah, yeah, but have you deleted the apps or have you stopped? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Okay. 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 Good. Yeah. Good. 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 So what is what is what is the game like? He what he makes you feel real good about yourself. I bet right. Yeah. Makes you feel <laughs> like makes you feel like like high value, high class, like all this other stuff, right? 
Like, oh yeah. my God, you were so different from everybody else. Exactly that. I was almost ready to give up on these apps until I met you. Mm. All the classic yeah. lines. Now, had you been on dates like prior to uh, going on this one with him? Uh, here and there, but nothing yeah. that really goes past the first date. All right. And what are your girlfriends saying when you tell them about this guy? They said that uh, he's a loser and yeah. <laughs> move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mediocre guys with infinite options is like that's a dangerous place to be. Yeah. There's no happiness in that world. Uh, you need better in your life, Christina, and I think you know that. I do. Thank you. All right, girl. Okay. Keep your head up, okay? Get back on Bumble. Thank you. I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I'm don't, don't get, go to the get, cloud and download on, it again. Get back on Bumble. No, you no, got the next no, one's going to be the no, one. No. The next one's the one. Absolutely I not. guarantee it. Christina, you do you. You're great. Uh, you're wonderful, and you're going to find someone that respects you. Thank you so much. All right, girl. Send you lots of love. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Got another uh, slow-mo podcast submission Uh-oh. to share with everyone. Okay. Roz, honestly, bro, you need yeah. to watch what you say on the show. What? <laughs> <laughs> You'll know in a sec. Oh. I know. Uh, th- and this was actually uh, from a recent episode oh. of the podcast. Because normally people go back to the archives, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was so important that someone had to go only a few episodes back. 483. So this was just last month. Oh. Okay? Uh, shout out to Noel Santiago, who listens to the Raza Mocha show religiously. Okay. And always submits for slow-mo podcast, which, by the way, is when you listen to our podcast at half speed, yes. some of the conversations, we just sound like we're drunk, right? Very drunk. And especially when we have, like, the super ridiculous conversations. Okay. It sounds even weirder so this was uh you Roz, talking mm-hmm. about uh, your discomfort when you went for your birthday massage oh, with your God. fiance oh no <laughs> okay yeah um and just like how a foot massage and how yeah right? and they were just going a little too rough <laughs> okay with you and it was just very uncomfortable okay. so at half speed it sounds like this where i think that it is the the whole purpose of it is to not say you're going too hard. I feel that the purpose of these things yeah, uh-huh. is to take it and take it oh as hard God. as they oh. can give it. Oh, no. Because otherwise, <laughs> what are you doing there? Right? Hey. Shut up. I've said this before, right? It's a very weird thing because you can't ask for it because I will be looked at as a perv. (laughs) But somebody, for the love of God, please open a place where I can go and get a massage. Where it is tickles, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> you tickle my back. You give me just like a light little rubbing. Oh, God. You don't need to fight me. Just for the love of God, open a place where I can just go and relax. <laughs> So, if there is a moment on our podcast that you still true though, uh, sounds like you enjoyed it. No, there's a moment on the podcast that you find when you listen to it at half speed. Sounds like that we're wasted, especially the. 
crazy, ridiculous convos. I told Catherine last week that my foot was still sore. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> a month ago? Bro, the look of disappointment in her face uh, like, at me was Why just... Why would you tell her that she spent I, money on your uh, birthday? I know, but it was like, I thought she threw money away is what she did. Uh, by the way, shout Lost out to uh, Noel Santiago for sending in that slow-mo podcast uh, submission. Appreciate it. Anyone else, feel free to go through the podcast. <laughs> Find moments like that so we can share with everybody else. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, New Year's Eve on CNN is going to look a little different this year. They're not, because uh, it's usually Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen getting hammered, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and I love it. Well, that's it. Last year was the last year for no, it. No, really? Yeah. The uh, new network CEO and yeah. chairman of CNN Doesn't. had a town hall this week yeah. and told everyone working on the New Year's Eve show. Yeah. On and off the air. Yeah. No drinks allowed. Really? Mm-hmm. So then was it Anderson Cooper and Andy Don Cohen? They, did they dump? Like, did they leave if there's no drinks? No. Uh, I think there's... No, are they still just, doing they're still it? Hosting, but they're not going to be hammered? But it's oh, because oh, it's because mean. of Anderson Cooper. Yeah. And if you remember Don, Don Lemon, yeah. he always gets super lit he on does. New Year's Eve, right? Well, also, Didn't he get his ear pierced like last year? <laughs> two years ago? But, 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 <laughs> but also, that's so great, man. He gets so drunk on television. Yeah. He starts piercing things. <laughs> God damn, that's funny. Did he uh, kiss somebody? Yeah. Last year, he was also twerking. Yeah, but but Andy... is It's Andy Cohen, right? Yeah. Andy Cohen, see, the problem is is that he got a little belated. Mm-hmm. Other years, it was just fun. Yeah. But if you remember last year, like he started crapping on all the other networks that were doing other shows behind them that were too loud and the bands that they had booked, like one band, like one of the networks booked Journey and he was going off on CNN that was a fake Journey because it didn't have Steve Perry singing. Yeah. And like he got really dark. Like he Jeez, went, he Andy. got, he Andy, Andy Cohn got real ugly on that stage. Yeah. So this uh, CEO, this new CEO over at CNN implied in this town hall yep. that the sight of Anderson Cooper battling uncontrollable laughter or even seeing somebody like Don Lemon yeah. right, getting his ears fierce yeah. and like twerking <laughs> and just being drunk yeah. uh, resulted in a loss of, quote, respectability among viewers. I disagree. And hurt CNN's credibility as a whole. I disagree. I'm with Maury. I people disagree. Tweet, I, I always read the tweets about and yes. the people are saying people love them of that show. The the problem is is that they do these polls, right? And it's not the people on Twitter that matter. Those the, the reaction on Twitter is not what CNN bases decisions no. on. And uh, do I was shocked at first, the first time it happened that I that I was watching mm-hmm. people who work for CNN get hammered on TV and do really foolish things and not just tipsy, but Hammer. Oh yeah, drunk, like drunk, drunk. like not like ah, cheers, <laughs> drunk. Yeah, like yeah, and, you're getting crunk on the news yes, station, right? Like <laughs> drunk. Uh, I did. I found it odd, and I and I th- I thought that it was a weird thing to allow them to do, just because news is always so tight ass about everything. Yes. Uh, but no, it's not surprising. But that's why at I all. love this is because I'm seeing a news person be themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't bother me. I. I I'm with more. I, like I quite enjoyed but it. I don't think that you're a regular CNN watcher, oh, though. No, I'm not. Well, there you go. Right? I'm not there. Yeah. Watching the- so you only want to see Anderson. You will only watch Anderson Cooper when yes. he's drunk. They don't want you. Yeah, I watch CNN like every now and then. Yes. If but Anderson I'm not Cooper there was watching- drunk every day doing the news, I would watch that. Oh yeah. no, that I wouldn't. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? It's Matthew. How are you? 
Good. What's going on, Matthew? So, Roz uh, wrote Mocha a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you remember, I was talking about things were not going so well, and I read Roz's book, and I became a Leaf season ticket member. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right. And uh, the one thing I forgot to mention at that time, because there's a lot of things going, is that it was only for $56 that I was able to achieve being a Leaf season ticket member. Um, and I had gone through my life a lot of people saying that I was very lucky and I was very fortunate for it but a lot of people said many different concepts of luck and luck is like you know you got horseshoes or you know some other people have said that luck is just preparation meets opportunity yeah. uh, I watched Ted Lasso recently and he said you know the harder you work the luckier you get and then I read your book Ross about how if I paraphrase correctly that when you everybody has luck and then that luck gets transferred to somebody else when it runs out, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. You were more eloquent, Ross, when you were describing you. it. But, but yes. it really kind of, again, introduced a new concept of luck to me because I was just kind of like, huh, like that's a very different way of looking at it. Yeah. So then around the time that I got the season tickets, people were just like, oh, you're so lucky and all this stuff. And again, I'm very fortunate. I'm very happy for that. And again, you got um, Leafs season's tickets for $56? Correct. And then uh, a couple days later, after I called in that day to talk to the, about your book and everything, um, I ended up getting called for needy versus greedy. Oh, 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 okay. Needy or greedy, yeah. yeah. And that particular night, uh, I had guessed a certain number, and that number was 925 Right. Okay, $925 for the needy or greedy game we played, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And a couple of days later, I had, you know, I had shortened the range and the person that had won it that night won it at 926. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So then the next day, after we had talked in the morning, Roz yeah. uh, and Mocha, and the night is an early morning. At the very end, I had switched back to the station because I had a shower, came back out and I was listening. And, and the, this comment made me laugh so hard, Ross, because he said, you know who's really pissed off the person won $926 on Thursday night was the guy that guessed 925 two nights ago. (laughs) (laughs) And that's you. That was me. And so that just made me laugh. But number one, I was just more than happy and genuine happy for those two people because the mother and son, they won it. But then I thought about your book and I said, look, there's a moment there that I had luck. I got season tickets well bigger than anything than 925 but it transferred to them. To just quickly explain, so what I said in the book was that I, I'm not a religious person and I don't right. believe in any of that stuff and I don't believe in right. fate, but I do believe in luck. And mm-hmm. I believe that there is a finite amount of luck that just sort of travels in the world. And some days right. you have it and some days you don't. And mm-hmm. when you have it, you owe it to yourself to maximize your luck. But you can't hang on to it longer than you deserve it because we're all going to have lucky days and we're all going to have unlucky days. And when you're having an unlucky day, that means it's moved on to somebody else and the only thing you could do is hope that they use it to their advantage. And then it'll always come back because, yes, your luck always changes, mm-hmm. right? And so that's mm-hmm. my sort of philosophy with luck because that's how it's been for me my whole life. And I like to... I'd like to live that way because it allows me to celebrate because for a lot of years in my life, the thing that I could not do is I couldn't celebrate 
anybody else's good fortune sure. because I was so completely right. jealous and competitive and everything else. But as soon as I put it in the sort of mind that it will always come back and it's going to come back, um, then I became a person who can celebrate the achievements of, uh, of other people. And I'm, and I'm, I feel I'm a much better person living that way. So yes, I use luck as that sort of metaphor, but sure. it was a, it was, it was a, it was a sort of way to, uh, get me to be a better person. Hey, Matthew question. Yeah. How did you get leaf season tickets? Yeah. For $56. So have you, have you heard of something called Razzle? Called what? Razzle. Like R-A-Z-Z-A-L-L or Razzle. No. So basically somebody has an item like leaf season tickets. They posted it for a certain amount of money. And that money value was, let's say 20 grand. And you could buy it for 20 grand. Or what you could do is that you could buy one spot for $56 times 400 and out of 425 spots. So that would equal the amount. All the spots got purchased. Mine got selected. Oh. So just a straight up raffle. The, 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 the advertising from the company, they like to say it's not a raffle, it's a razzle. It's an interesting company and yeah, I got season tickets for it. But wow. just that concept that you were talking about, Ross, wow. in that book about that concept, yeah. I just I just had to tell you about it because there I win, you know, season tickets and I get on ninety two I got needy versus greedy. Yeah. I guess nine twenty five and I'm one dollar away, but those two people that won it, I was so happy for because it was a genuine moment between the moment and the gun. And so that I felt was just like it, your book perfectly explained it in that concept. So I thought I'd just talk uh, to you. You're the best, it. man. I really that appreciate that. That is awesome, Matthew. Jesus. Thank you uh, so much for calling in. My pleasure. Have a great day, guys. Take care. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of year where we uh, give a shout out and show love to our neighbors to the south. Oh, yeah. All y'all down there in the U.S., Celebrating Thanksgiving. But look at him! Look! Look! I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, greens, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, lamb, so it is uh, Thanksgiving mm. in the U.S. Mm. Oh, it's a classic. It's a classic. Oh, so good. Uh, so we have to revisit Uh-oh. a classic, every, I classic moment. I love this. In U.S. history. Yep. A classic moment. I don't know if you've heard this before, Deepa. hmm But there's a video that went viral years ago, and we love playing it every year during U.S. Thanksgiving long weekend here on the Razamoka Show. But it took place in Florida, and this family got together for Thanksgiving dinner. And there was one family member who was in charge of making the mac and cheese (laughs) (laughs) as a side dish. Mm -hmm. And if you know anything about U.S. Thanksgiving or how important mac and cheese Mm -hmm. is to a meal, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then you'll understand the frustration in this auntie's voice (laughs) and her demeanor. When she is yelling, I believe at her <laughs> own daughter, <laughs> right? Because the daughter wanted to 
mess around with the recipe and add in an ingredient that oh, she God. found. Like she read it online and she was like, "Yo, I'm gonna, YouTube I'm gonna try this out, right?" And stuck like mayonnaise in the mac oh, and cheese. No. <laughs> oh God. Right. Bad idea. Why would was you do that? Not having it and blew up in front of everyone <laughs> at the table. Since you f***ed up the macaroni and cheese, <laughs> you're cleaning up all these by yourself. Junior, Dejan, nor me, I'm gonna help you clean up. We told you don't put that in the macaroni and cheese, but you insist on putting it. So since you wanna do things your damn way, we gonna do shit our way. You get ready to go upstairs and go to sleep while you clean up all this Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, we love you, but guess what? <laughs> It was cream cheese that she put cheese, not mayo. Oh, yeah, yeah, cream cheese. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was cream <laughs> cheese. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. good. Uh, Karen gave you the recipe. <laughs> Junior and Deshaun. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's gonna go take a nap. Oh man. Guess what? Yeah, we're going on. Yeah. Junior and Deshaun probably didn't even want to <laughs> no. go to bed at the time. No. But guess what? Yes. She said you're going to bed. Yes. So you're going to bed. When your mom's that mad, you do what she says. Don't experiment on damn Thanksgiving. Don't experiment on Thanksgiving. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Lady Gaga's getting trolled on the social for what for faking a boomerang what so she posted this thing where she was like promoting her house labs cosmetic brand yeah and she like recorded herself like putting her hair behind her ear and then like just kept replaying that over and over again yeah so it looked like a boomerang right Okay, sure. But it wasn't a boomerang because, oh. like, the, the 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 shots didn't match. Yeah. And so everybody's, like, super confused as to whether this was a deliberate or she thinks that this is what boomerangs are. <laughs> well, maybe that, she that needed you... a longer clip because boomerangs are super short. No, it is super short. It's a very short clip, and it just repeats, but it's not the same thing that repeats. Mm. Like it's a weird edit. It's, and, and, the, and the boomerang logo isn't on there, so... Oh. Somebody had said, I wonder if... Uh, the reason I'm getting to this is because I, I read the, my favorite comment of all time for this. So I'll get to that in a yes, second. Yes, please. Somebody had said, I wonder if she's being her genius can't be self or if she actually thinks that this is what people do when they post boomerangs. <laughs> and then we get to this comment. who Someone said it perfectly. They said that Lady Gaga is putting the boomer in boomerang. <laughs> I don't know how to. I don't know how to do also, a boomerang. To correct you, the boomerang logo is not on boomerangs. I don't know, if you do I don't it know man. Instagram. I don't know. I'm teaching you. I don't. You. I don't I, I've never done a boomerang. You. I don't know how to yeah, do you it. Said the boomerang well, logo. So this is. I'm, I'm saying what people you. are saying. But therefore, they, I'm allowed to say. So okay. Are a boomer. Listen, I don't know how to do a boomerang. You are now in the same lane. As Lady Gaga. Mm -hmm. wow. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like if, I, I didn't think I didn't want you to. Like, I don't know how to do a boomerang about Lady Gaga, and then we're talking about Lady Gaga not knowing a boomerang. Is a, you, no, no, no. I'm just saying. No, like I. I you, you were going to say you don't know what a boomerang is. I have what? no idea what a boomerang. No, no, no. I know. <laughs> no, no, I've seen a boomerang before. Okay. I've seen a boomerang. So you know what I it is. I recognize a boomerang when I see so one. So you know what it is. I saw the Lady Gaga one. Thought it was a boomerang until people started telling me I was wrong. Mm. Okay. 
So you know what it is. Yes, I do. I don't need to ask you what you think it is. No, but you can uh, ask him, does he know how to do one? No, I have no idea how to do one. He already said he doesn't know how to do one. I have no idea how to do one. Do, do you know where to right? find it if no. you wanted to do it? hell no. I don't even know. Is it its own platform? And then you just post it somewhere? No, on no. Instagram, if you go to the camera, it's there. I have no idea. No you idea. You should start I've doing boomerangs. Never, I've never done a boomerang before. You need to Never. up your boomerang skills. Do I? Yeah, you should. Yeah. Every what do day, you do? do what do you use them for? What does somebody do like, a boomerang for? Let's just say for? you were cooking something and you're sautéing onions, right? And you filmed you saw it like cooking. It'll just repeat the same thing over and over again, like of a quick flip. How boring do you think I am? Okay, so Very. do if you shake your butt? Shake my butt? No, to, to be fair, your best boomerang would probably be like an eye roll. An eye oh, roll. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Ready? Yes. Gonna, okay, ready? No, don't film me. Don't boomerang what? me. That's rude. Because, I don't participate. No, I don't participate in your... No, don't put me Come in on, your thing. No, please. absolutely what? not. What do you think we're going to so do in the video? It's, it's so rude you. to film somebody else and use me as your boomerang. Just film him and you'll see his Find a new puppet, Geppetto. I'm not your guy, Okay. Right? What are you I'm so not your guy. This? This no. Is not a scary... Listen, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do th- I don't like it. I don't want to do this. What if I don't want to be... do it anyway. No, no, stop late. it, all of you. I don't want to be part of anybody's thing. Wow, you okay? are like a statue. Yeah, right? there's Legit. no effect. <laughs> like, no. I just did a it's, boomerang it's, of you. It's like when Mocha tries to put filters on me and none of them work. Oh my God, that's so <laughs> funny. I look completely yeah. normal. Yeah. I'm like a vampire, <laughs> right? Like yeah. I have no reflection. Yeah. Like I don't, and don't sneak your phone. I, I'm sitting here. Can you do your own boomerang? No, then? I'm not going to do a boomerang. I, this is not what this was supposed to be about. Oh, Please, there you go. Listen, go just practice. stop it. You think I'm going to go home and practice, Tipa? Really, on your toilet, I 100% On my toilet? Yeah, I, I don't want to see a boomerang of that. <laughs> Maybe that's what my boomerangs will be. Nah, Maybe I'm going to do like an art project where I'm going to only Ooh. do a series of boomerangs on my toilet. Yeah. Like the toilet paper going up and down exactly. real quick. I right? gave you a great idea for your social. Just me lifting my right hip up. Yeah. Right? Over and over again. Wiggling your toes. Wiggling my toes. Yeah. Right? Yes. So Shifting your legs around. The cat sleeping on my lap. Yeah. Looking up at me, looking down, looking up, looking down. Yeah, sounds right? like you're excited. Right? No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, James Vanderbeek, a.k.a. Dawson. Who's that? Oh, Dawson. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, Dawson's yeah. Creek. I always felt that guy's head was too big for his body, you know? Yeah. Really? I get that a lot, too. People mm, say I have a giant I was skull. just going to say. Yeah. Um, so, like him, though. He's great. He's awesome. What's he doing now? He's awesome. Um, just stuff. He's got six kids. Six? Yeah. And his kids are now, the older ones are of the age where they are now discovering all the memes. (laughs) (laughs) The crying one? Please tell me the crying one. So he was saying, he did this interview with with People Magazine, and he said, for some uh, online learning, we got them iPads, and they immediately discovered memes. No. So it started. My oh. eldest oh. sent me a meme of myself. It was the one of him like dancing, right? No. But the most famous Dawson's Creek meme mm-hmm. is when he's crying. Yep. Right? Oh, it's such a good cry. The face, season though. finale of season three. So his eldest found that one and now hits him with it like <laughs> all on. the time that's so mean <laughs> like, that's that, so mean you imagine like no. that see like that took place 20 years ago right and then obviously in the past little bit the popularity of memes and not only that your kid discover and it's it's in the universe forever but it's so the, as a father you can't do anything in that home without getting hit with the crying face but it's the context right like you Meme. like like 20 years ago when he was doing Dawson's Creek, right? 
that day on set, uh-huh. he felt so like people, everybody associated with that production told him that he nailed it. Right? Oh, yeah. Like that was a great piece. Amazing scene. Of art. James like, he, killed it. Oh dude. my God. The authenticity was yes. so real. The fans are gonna love mm. this. Like he his his memory of that day was nothing but pride. Yes. Right? Nothing but pride. I killed that scene. Yes, I nailed it. Yeah, people are gonna freak out when they watch the season three finale. Thank you. And what it's become. It's your kids hitting you <laughs> right? with a meme, your own meme. Yes. Like, then there's it has no become d- something so different. And there's no defense for it. You can't say anything. No. To anyone that hits you with a meme about if yourself. he went to his kid and goes, listen, okay, it's all fun and games and everything else. And I get that the world works and things change and all this stuff and everything. You know, I'm, I'm glad I'm still relevant. But you have to understand that. Let me tell you about that day on set. That day on set, I sat alone. And I thought all the things that are going to put me into that headspace. And I'm just going to run through a few of those. Remember grandma? Remember her? I thought about her not being around. I thought all this stuff, it really put me in that headspace. He's going to sit down and have that conversation with his kid. He's going to walk out of the room where the kids are going to send it to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? right? That's going to happen. Yeah. In yeah. your face, James. Yes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Celebrate the fact it's going to be 7 degrees today. Come on. Sun cloud mix. Uh, mm. Feels like minus 6 right now. So I Perfect patio weather for Canada. A-OK with that. Go Canada, A-O-K. go. Okay. 2 o'clock Eastern versus Belgium. Yeah. Big, big screen set up at Cafe Diplomatico. Mm-hmm. It's a big day. They got uh, screen set up all over the city, right? But they there's got- no viewing party yet announced for Toronto where there is for other parts of the GTA. Yeah. Yeah, Vaughn got one. Because uh, normally, because Hill, Brampton got one. It's normally World Cups in the summer, right? Yeah, like it's just easy. It's easy to get everybody outside, but mm. you're like, who the hell wants to Why not to play it outside? on the big screen at the Scotia outside the Scotia Bank Arena? Because I don't know. I don't know why, man. It's not set up to me. They're busy. Yeah, it's they like got a, other things. Yeah, you think like I schedule that? I'd be playing like old episodes <laughs> of The Office on that twenty four seven. Oh man, oh, this right? is so good. <laughs> yeah. Bro. I would be in front of Scotiabank Arena <laughs> all the time, every single yes. day. Every single day, yes. Hoping that I see the cold open of hardcore parkour. <laughs> right. <laughs> you think there's a remote for that screen? <laughs> there should be. We watched The Office the other night. We watched the dinner party episode again. Oh my the god! Other night. I can I can never get tired of that episode. That's like, my favorite never. episode. Yeah. I can I can never get never ever ever get tired of the the, the dinner party episode. Did you know that when that episode was written, yeah. NBC had actually turned it down? Really? And said that they didn't think that the audience would be into watching an episode of The Office where all the characters were not in the office. Oh, really? what? so the intro started them in the office, yeah, right? Yeah. When Michael's walking around to Jim, it's like, yo, Jim, what are you doing tonight? And Jim's like, nothing. And then he trolls him basically and traps him. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm having a dinner party. You and Pam should come, <laughs> yeah. should come over, yeah. right? So NBC did not want it. And then the showrunners were like, let us at least really? film it. Huh? And even after filming it, I think they did, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they did very little rewrites for that episode. Really? Like they did the script. Yeah. So basically what we see on the episode, which is now classic, is like a first run of the script. It was very minor, minor changes. Every time I watch that episode, I find something new. 
And it's, and it's wild. Like even now I've seen it a hundred times. Like I, I, like I find new stuff to laugh at. Like I, when we watched it the other night, all the stuff that I normally laugh at, I still laughed at, but I, I laughed harder at the fact when Michael's giving them the, the sort of grand tour of the house yeah. and they get to the bedroom and he shows them where he sleeps because Jan has sleep issues. So Michael has to sleep on like the, 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 the tiny little bench at the, at the foot of the bed. Yeah, he just curls up and everybody's horrified. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> most of that episode was actually uh, improvised. Was it really? Yeah, yeah. Most of it was improvised. But can you say that about a lot of the episodes? Like, I assume they improvise a lot of stuff on The Office. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff they they kind of let them kind of freestyle. Jan's candle room. Oh my god, <laughs> bro! It's like everything in that episode. Michael dipping. Like, I forgot the fact that Michael dips his his, uh, his steak into his wine because he has soft teeth. Hello, right? <laughs> Mocha, tell me right now, have you ever dipped your steak in wine because never. of The Office? Never. <laughs> Not even once? Never. So, like, there's so, in that episode, there's so many good parts, the, uh, man. The other thing with that episode, right, yeah. is when it was scheduled to be shot, they rushed to shoot that episode. It almost didn't get shot because it was during the time that they were going to do the writer's strike. In oh, Hollywood, and when everything really, shut down, really, and because so many of the writers on the show are also Actors. acting on the show, that's right. They rush to get the script done, film it, and have it ready to go, and then boom, writer strike happened. But really? if a lot of it's yeah. improvised, then one could argue that you could still film it without a script. But a lot of people, oh, yeah, that was a tough thing when the writer strike happened, though. Yeah, but no, but like you, you still need it. You still need it written, but. Uh, but they invited. Remember what was the what was the exact reason that Dwight wasn't allowed? Because he didn't have a plus one. He did, he, but there wasn't enough food, and he didn't have oh enough wine glasses. Uh, enough wine. So he brought his own cutlery wine glasses <laughs> yeah. and his childhood uh, babysitter. <laughs> so good. Anyway, uh, Scotia Bankerina wants to show old episodes of the be Office down there all the time, every day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Christy, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good, how are you? Uh, we are good. Why don't you tell everyone why you're here today? Um, How can someone not want to tell their family about me? Oh, okay. You wrote us this. Roz and Mocha, Fix My Life. My baby daddy and his family don't want to tell their father that we exist, and my son is one years old now. Every time I bring this up, he gets angry about it, then blames me for everything. Uh, Why are they hiding us like that? Okay, so hold on here. So let's go through this. So you have, you and your fellow, are you guys married? No. How long have you been together? Um, We're not together anymore, but we were together for roughly Three and a half years. Okay, so then you got you guys had a kid, and did you break up before the kid or after the kid? Um, it was on and off, really. Okay, okay, but when was it official that off. it was off? Mm, I would say uh, when my son was like three months. Okay, and Damn. so so the problem is is that your baby daddy won't tell his father about you and the kid. Yeah, but the rest of his family knows. Yeah, the sibling. Oh, okay. what about the mom? Is the mom in the picture? Uh, no, she doesn't know either. Okay, now did both parents know that the two of y'all were dating? Uh, no. <laughs> they didn't know that you guys were dating at all for three years? No. Do, do they know about you? No idea. 
So, but does he live at home? Uh, yeah, no, he doesn't live with um, his family. He lives on his own. So why do you think he has not told his parents about your relationship or the, the kid? Honestly, um, I'm not too sure because I'm sometimes I'm given the impression that maybe he has another family somewhere back mm. home. Or he just, I don't know, um, cultural reasons, religious reasons. What's, what's, the, what's the culture and religion? Um, they, so you're supposed to be married before you have a child. So basically, um, my child's out of wedlock. So okay. well, what's the I cultural difference? Like yeah, what's like their a, nationality? What's your nationality? I'm mixed and he's like Middle Eastern. Okay. okay. Uh, like are you're mixed with Middle Eastern or no? Completely different. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm mixed with Middle Eastern as well. Okay. And so you think that it's going to do damage to his relationship with his family if he lets them know that he has a kid out of wedlock? Yeah, basically. I think that would be like disowning him. Is he in your child's life? Yeah, every now and then, yeah. Like, what do you mean every now and then? What does that mean? Really on and off depends on his mood. <laughs> does he does he pay like child support and all that stuff? Uh, yeah, every now and then too. Okay, oh, you got to sort this out, Man, girl, girl. Right? Like I like <laughs> like there's there's th- like the, I I think that he's trying to pretend that none of this happened. You think so? Yes. Uh, no, not think. This is exactly what's happening. He's try. He hopes he hopes that you just go away. He has to do what he should be doing right now. And he, he, the parent, his parents may not like it, but he had a kid. They're grandparents. And he's got to settle that up. He can't just pretend that it's all going to go away because it's not going to go away. And if he doesn't want to be a part of your life or the kid's life, he still has obligations that he has to fulfill. Mm -hmm. And you have to do everything in your power to make sure that that happens. You can't be like, oh, you know, cultural differences. Sorry. Like, no, you you have a child now. He has a child now. He doesn't have to be around and be a great dad, but he's got to help. Yeah. And it can't just be a whenever he feels like it thing. Right. I don't know. I think this is a much bigger issue where you're going to have to get a lawyer involved. Because I don't yeah. think, based on everything that you're telling us right now, that this guy, even after a conversation with him, to mm. explain everything in detail, I still don't think that he is going to come forward and say, yes, I'm going to do the right thing. No. No. I think that, uh, I think that the one, I think probably one of the reasons that, um, he is afraid to tell his parents is because I think that maybe the, 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 the maybe they disown him, right? Or or yeah. maybe or maybe they force him to do the right thing, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to do that either. What would they force him to do? It would be the same thing the courts would tell him to do, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but he can he can avoid it because you may not be putting that kind of pressure on him. Oh, but his parents will. Okay. Did you guys? Do you think that you guys broke up? Do you th- just because he didn't want to be a dad? Hmm. Maybe, maybe yeah, not. Yeah. He's hoping you guys go away. Yeah. Did ho- he say that to you? Um, honestly, now that I think of it, there's been times where he, like, when he would be upset about it, if I did confront him about this, yeah. he'll be like, "Oh, I never asked to be a dad and stuff." Yeah. So, yeah. well, guess what? Girl. That's probably why. <laughs> guess what? Jim? Yeah. So no. Yes. Um. Yeah. No good is going to come from this. Yes. Yeah. Your question is, why are they hiding us like that? Yeah. So uh, you uh, have the answer. And I think, Leo, lawyer up.
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just make it make it official. Make it official. Listen, he can deal with his mom and dad, right? That's that's his that's his uh, that's his problem. He's got to deal with that on his own. But uh, but you need to make sure that everything is taken care of for the kid, whether he wants to be there or not. Right. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Oh. Okay. All right. Sounds good. That's some really good stuff. All right, Christy. thanks, Christy. Thanks. Bye. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. I watched the. Uh, the game. Did anybody else's game screw up? I was watching on TSN. I missed the goal because, like, the game started over. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. It start. What do you mean it started over? So it like they start- all left the pitch and was like, no redo. No. So I'm watching the game right, and it was yeah. at like 36 minutes or something like that. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. It was still nil nil. Yeah, it was nil nil. And then I was just sitting there, and I was on my computer, and then I heard the commentators say something that I thought I heard them say like 10 minutes earlier. And then I looked at the television and I was like watching the game from like 10 minutes ago. And this lasted like five minutes. And then the screen glitched and it went back to live and it was one nothing. Now that's your Wi-Fi. Bruh, you glitching. for me. Oh, that's yeah. a replay. Was that fine? Everything was, no, it was yeah. like, it was like 10 minutes of, uh, of the oh, game. No, that's you glitching. Yeah. Or yeah, I was pissed. Or it's a before on other shows. It's I was glitching in the, in, the, in the Matrix, the simulation that we're all living yes, in. Yes, I was pissed. I missed the goal. Aliens are doing something up there. I know. I don't know what the hell's going on. Controlling Earth like this. But uh, but what a crusher, huh? Yeah, if you missed yeah. the goal. I mean, if you missed the goal. This one yes, is played downfield as a chance of Bessie. Even the penalty kick couldn't help us. No, no, that was a disaster too. But I, it was, it's, it's crazy. And I'm not a big football fan, but from what I saw, they were whooping ass out there. They played well. They just didn't, they just didn't win. Yeah. Right. Like whooping ass out Listen, there. You're playing number two in the world, right? Yeah. Soccer's exhausting to watch. No commercial breaks, huh? I, mm-hmm. you know, can I just say, I think the goal should be smaller. Why? Like, I think this one man is protecting such a huge hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do, though. They're great at it. Oh, yeah. I know, but I just think it should be smaller. No, man. You got to keep it that size. I agreed. Yeah. But uh, but no, it's... Um, man, it was, you're really sad today, huh? What's that? No, I'm not, I'm not sad. I'm just like, it's like watching soccer is exhausting, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah, there's no breaks. You can't go pee. Well, you can. What do you mean? No, the game doesn't stop. No, I There's know. There's no commercials. Sure. But you are free to get up and leave. Like, I, but I'm just watching. saying, it's nobody, very difficult. Everything else in the world you, you watch. Yeah, no, every I know. Other sport, there's some sort of a break. Try there's, being there's, on the field. I'm sure it's more exhausting. Uh, hello, him. it's called a pitch. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, get it right, dude. Yeah, like, you, can't, honestly, you can't talk football like, and like... At least I saw the Canada goal. Is like in the World Cup and everything like that. Field field like that's that's where like amateur they're not farming out there man <laughs> it's called a pitch uh no it was uh it was good though i love that uh, i just love the sound of the crowd though oh my these, god these, so it's, loud it's, it's like nothing else because it's constant mm-hmm. right yeah. like it's just never ending and it's so wild when you there's listen never a there's lull. never a lull it is just this constant like hum yeah. of like i don't know how many people 
people are in there? 80,000 people or something like that? 60, yeah. 70,000 people are Or they are in there? all like miserable like because there's no beer. No, they were still humming though. Still humming. I didn't see one Bud, Budweiser advertisement on that uh, on that pitch either. Yeah. Right? They Nothing. can't. Oof, geez, they can't. Man, that's rough. Uh, but Canada uh, on Sunday morning uh, is the next time we play. Uh, that's going to be against Croatia. Go, Canada, go! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I read that, uh, or actually I heard. Let me find this clip here. Um, Jay Leno. So you remember after... He's got his face all burned up. The car fire. He was working on a car. It was like two weeks ago. And then gasoline sprayed on his face, on the left side of his face. Yeah. And lit on fire. Yeah. I just saw a picture of him the other day. He looks great. Bro. So listen to this. So paparazzi catches up with him, right? He's about to go into his gated community. Because the story the story was that he set his face on fire. Yes. And then he released a statement being like, eh, he's like, uh, I'm just uh, just off my feet for a little bit. I just need a week to uh, recoup. Yeah. And we were like, bro, your face was on fire. Yeah. But now, like... Pomperazzi catching up with him. He looks fine. Yeah. He's driving his car. Yeah. He's going home. Yeah. But there's, so there's two things. Number one, he talks about, he's still performing this weekend. That's crazy. He's doing a show on Sunday. God, old right? comics are wild, man. Yeah, he's still doing a show. Doesn't matter what happens. But there's this awkward moment, okay, where the paparazzi are talking to him. Yeah. And this is before he goes into his gated community. Okay. So he stops, he's talking to the paparazzi, and then he has to inch up to the gate and then use, like, his fob to hit the button, right, right. for the gate, and then wait for the gate to open. So there's this long period of time oh, after he answers oh, yeah. the initial question where paparazzi are, like, trying to come up with things to talk to him about before he leaves their vicinity. Right. Okay? Yes. Everything's okay. Hey. You're gonna be you're gonna be performing very soon. Yeah, I'll be performing Sunday at Comedy Magic Club. Awesome. Okay, good. See you then. Thanks. We'll see you then. Take care. Be safe. Thanks. Thanks, officer. For sure. Go home, Jake. We'll get some sleep. <laughs> get some sleep. Yeah, I need barbecue. Okay, so after he says, "Yeah, okay. I need barbecue," yeah. he's yeah. rolling up to the gate, and he still hasn't taken out the the, <laughs> fob, the key okay. fob yet. Okay. okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing you weren't by yourself, right? So at this point, he's got the key fob, and he's now waiting for the gate to open. <laughs> yeah. Take care, Jay. Happy holidays. He's still waiting, waiting, waiting. What year is this Benzo? Uh, it's probably the newest car you own, right? The gate still hasn't opened. Oh, <laughs> Thank, Thank you. This awkward conversation. You know what that? You know what that's like. The sort of real-world civilian feeling of you going up to your gated community and waiting for the gate to open while there's paparazzi there. And, had, like, what do you do? Do you just keep talking? Yeah. So the, the real-world sort of scenario where you get that same feeling, you know when you're on an elevator, right? Yeah. And there's one person on there with you. And they mm -hmm. start a conversation, yes. right? And then... The elevator stops and you realize, oh, we're both getting off at the same floor. Oh, and we're both going the same way. Oh, look, we both walk at the same pace. Yeah. Do you keep the conversation going? Or, or do does the conversation stop when you walk off the elevator uh -huh. and then you just sort of walk beside each other in silence? Or if you're like me... Um, you will walk the opposite way or forget you've you've you found something or yeah. go into a bathroom or something grab to let the phone. person grab my phone. But I think that that's rude, right? Yeah. So like you're having a conversation with somebody and then you're like, okay, this is going to end. Ding, conversation over. But you both get out, you both turn left and you're like, oh my God. I think the easiest thing to do in that situation yeah. is 
find the washroom. Go to the washroom. I know, but that's so, like... God, like how weak are you? You can't walk beside somebody and have a conversation. You know what I mean? Like, it's so to awkward. Me the other day, it happens to me every day. What did, how did we you get out of the it? The corner and no, but the, the funny part was is we were both going the same way. Turns out they are unlocking the door across the hall from me, and I'm like, oh, when did you move in? And they were like, oh, we've lived here ten years. Yeah, and I oh. had no idea they were across the hall. You haven't seen the person who lives across the hall from you in ten years? Never met them in my life. How does that even happen? Different schedules. I'm like, I had no... And Ma- Matthew has seen them. I had no idea. Really? Yeah. Jeez, that's wild. But yeah, no, I, I we're so awkward with things. Like, yeah. we can't just... We can't sustain a conversation Mm-mm. for two minutes. No. Right? Without running out of things to say. Yeah. It's really wild. Yeah. So, when you get off that right? elevator... Yeah. Either ignore and go on your phone, or... Yes. I think easiest thing to do yeah. is find the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I want to play you guys this new song that's mm. making waves. Ooh. Making waves across Canada because the song is called Canada. Oh. Oh, okay. I'm excited. Written and performed by a Nigerian artist. Oh. Tune. Named Loje. All right. So before I play the song, I got to read some of the lyrics, and because it's a little because of the accent, it might be a little bit difficult to understand. Because when you watch the music video yeah. on YouTube, he has like the captions gotcha. that are okay on the screen as well, right? Yeah. But the song is called Canada, and the song he's basically like flexing to this girl about how much money he has, right? Yeah. I can get you all this stuff, right? It'll be like living in Canada. <laughs> Your man's can't. Do you like this? I could. I have enough money. I can even like take you to Ottawa. Wow! Okay, well, wait, How wait. extravagant! So, and, and in the music video, <laughs> yeah. right? He's driving this old ass band. Okay, yeah. and it's green screen. Okay, yeah. so some of the imagery in the back is like the CN Tower oh. during yeah. the summertime, right? Okay, CN Tower in Toronto during the summertime. So is and then like in the winter, it's got like uh, a winter uh, Tim Hortons. Okay, so is this a Nigerian living in Nigeria, or is this a Nigerian living in Canada? No, he's a Nigerian living in Nigeria. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, more lit. Okay, and the song is called Canada. So and why he's did flexing. he pick Canada? <laughs> maybe he, I don't know. Maybe he came here one time and was like, "This place is amazing. I could be a king there." Kind right? of thing. Yeah. So, okay. like in the song, which I'll play for you in, in a sec, some of the lyrics are: "If she see the envelope of money." And she ain't looking for no lover boy abroad. She only need a visa to Canada. Hey. <laughs> All right. All right. And then again, the imagery, there's like a Tim Hortons and then sure. like the CN like, Tower. Like is this on his, like for his Bumble? No, this is a music video for his actual song. No, I mean like is he trying to like find a woman on a I don't know. I think he just post- tried to write a banger. Yeah. Uh, there's another part of the song where he says, girl, I spray the money double double. Oh, and then you see the the Tim Hortons in the background. Yo, Why, how does he know so much about Canada? Like I said, he probably came here once. I'm like fell in love with the country. Right. Got to try right. a Canadian right. shorty, Ross. Right? Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> and in the song, telling her that despite how many guys are calling out for her, mm-hmm. uh, none of them have the money to fly her out to Ottawa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. This is Loje from Nigeria with his song called Canada. Afro beats here for you. I like that. You know me. Nice voice. 
See, spread the money double double. Okay, here's the Ottawa line. Listen. This is so weird, dude. No, it's good, though. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so... This is Loj. He's from Nigeria. His new song is called Canada. No, Canada. Yeah. Uh-huh. Canada. Nada, nada. Ah, yeah, nada. <laughs> is this good, though? It's catchy. Is yeah. it good? I think it's I'm a willing jam. to bet you're going to sing this later today. I can guarantee you I will not. Yeah, I, I, he ain't singing this song. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can guarantee you I will not. Uh, is it a good song, Shem? Uh, it, it, I agree with Maury. It's catchy. It's what catchy. part of it is catchy, though? This Canada. part right here, right here, right here. Yeah. Jim, do you also agree with Maureen that Ross will sing it later? Right there. Yeah. Canada. Yeah. Canada. 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 There you go. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. All right. I like Little it. Okay, you guys convinced me. Canada. The Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ronzamoka. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. What's your name? My name is Ugo. Ugo. Yo, we talked to you before, right? Yeah, you have. Yeah, I remember you. What's going on? Good. Just going to work right now with my mom. Uh-huh. Hi, mom. Hi. We was daily. Like, every single morning, we're always blasting Kiss 92.5. Oh, love it. Well, now that you have us and you got a hold of us, what do you want to say? We just want to say how much that like, we love the Canada song. Like, we're Nigerian. Yeah. And I mean, I'm bumping to it the entire time. And honestly, Afrobeats is really taking, like, the world to a next level. Like, African artists, they're putting us on a map. Like, we have Burna Boy. We have Whiskey. Now, this upcoming artist, like, we're literally going by storm. And because, like, we live in Canada, Canada is so diverse. And there's a large population of Nigerians and also Africans that we are all influenced by it. like you hear beats like in the club at parties it's all there so this is really really good it was really nice to hear oh That's i awesome. love that you guys loved it well you can go i'm sure he'd appreciate if you got the download like on spotify or like on apple music if you start streaming the song of course do you listen to afrobeats are you bumping afrobeats uh i you know what only if it ever pop like i don't go searching for it only if it ever pops up like on a playlist well, you should go searching. <laughs> there you go. Well, thank you guys very much for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Won't you ask us who's our favorite? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> sure. Mom, we'll start with you. Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz! Thank you. Okay, and Ugo, what about you? Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Mocha, come on. Hey! hey. Love you guys. Have a good day. I have a good one. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. 
I'm wearing a turtleneck for the weather that Mocha's talking about. <laughs> Jesus. Check the weather out, bro. Is it turtleneck weather? Is it, though? It's, it's in the pluses, though. I think I it's turtleneck. Think. My neck was cold last night walking the dog. I don't know if it's turtleneck weather, though. Mm-hmm. No. No. I don't think so. I think you do your coat up all the way when you're outside. Sure. Right? Maybe. I was trying Maybe to, a- like, dress business, you know, business casual for a meeting. What, you look like a... What meeting do you have? Well, yeah. A meeting with the boss. Oh. But you meet with our boss, like, almost every day. Yeah. And you just dress normal. Matthew said, oh, you do? You should dress nice. Oh. That's nice? <laughs> do you have a jacket to go over that so you look like a college professor? He told me just to wear this. Oh, no. You should never wear just the turtleneck. Yeah. What Steve what Jobs pan- did. What pants are you wearing? Oh, I'm wearing my dark jeans, like my fancy jeans. And what about shoes? And I'm wearing my like runners, like actual shoelaces. Oh, yeah, no, you shouldn't oh, wear it. Fancy. No, you should, you should know, you should never wear just a turtleneck. But people have in history. Nah, yeah, it it never, but it never looks good though. Just a turtleneck. Okay, so now it's turtleneck and winter coat. No. Well, no, you yes. can't do that. No, yeah, yes, can't. I mean, yes. Sorry, Mocha. I blew it. I'm sorry, man. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry. You have to now. If you don't have like a, like a sports coat here, yeah. right? You sit in, you sit at the table with your winter coat on. You have to on. have your, your jacket yes. on, yeah. Yes. It looks like you're always ready to flee. Yeah, yeah. or at least cut the sleeves off it. <laughs> okay. Oh, better idea. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not cutting these off. I got this jacket in an insurance claim. <laughs> no, I mean the, the turtleneck. Oh, Oh wait, and make it a dicky? Yeah, no, just the sleeves. Oh. Like make it like a make it like a um uh like a you know like an undershirt but with a turtleneck. Turtle vest. Right? Yeah, like something like that. Or like, just cut the cool. neck off. Just cut the neck off. Yeah, why don't you just turn it into a regular shirt right now? Should have just worn a shirt. I know. And then he's going to complain about being cold all morning, and yeah, it's going to be guys, a whole my thing. Neck's guys, so cold. oh guys, guys, <laughs> my neck is freaking. Guys, today. I always assume you're hiding hickeys if I see a guy in a turtleneck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's really, it's never been cold enough you for know a turtleneck. I've never had a hickey. No. No. <laughs> no. Also, not it. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Melissa, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you guys? We're just doing darn tootin' good. Yeehaw! <laughs> uh, Melissa. Wow. Melissa's in Texas. Oh, that okay. was. That's how was everyone like, talks in Texas, right? Um, no, not really, but sure. Oh. You mean if you want that fantasy, I mean you can oh. keep it. Go Cowboys! Sure. Yeehaw! <laughs> uh, well, actually, I'm in I'm in Houston, so it would be the Texans. Yes. Oh, go Just, Texans! Yeehaw! There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, Melissa, before we continue our conversation, are you cool if I if I read this note that you sent in to us? Of course, yeah. Uh, this is actually directed at you, Ross. Oh, okay. It says, "Hey, Ross, my name is Melissa, and I live in Texas. Nice. I just." finished your book and I'm very glad that I got to read it. I have to admit it was a little tough getting through the parts about your dad dying. I cried in some parts and laughed in many. Once I got to 1984, I had to read it all at once. I've only started listening to your podcast this year. It's funny because I lived in Canada most of my life and I never heard you guys on the radio, even though my friend Tara insisted I listen. Smart woman. I moved to Texas almost seven years ago, and just now I finally did it, and I heard your show, and I laugh every single time. I'm up to date with the podcast from March, and also went back to the very first episode, and right now I'm on episode 35. I love listening to the stories you tell in your book and on the radio, too. Thank you for sharing all the sides of you, and also thank you, Mocha, Shem, Mori, and Deepa, 
for making me laugh every time I'm working or when I'm in the car or when I'm getting ready. I love you guys. I also wanted to congratulate you and Catherine. Your love is very beautiful. I'm happy that you found your love. It really is the most beautiful and necessary thing in life. Wow, that is a really beautiful letter. Thank you, Melissa. My pleasure. (laughs) No, that's really great. We love talking to people who listen to the show from all over the world. Mm -hmm. It's kind of awesome. You know, I've been getting um, the messages from this guy in Iran. And they're shutting down Wi-Fi and everything else because there's so much going on over Mm -hmm. there right now. And he's just like giving me updates because he lives for the podcast. Mm -hmm. And he had the he's like downloading them all, like not even streaming, like downloading them all. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Melissa, it's uh, it's really Mm -hmm. great to talk to you. um, Just to know that you know, as far away as Texas, that uh, there's people that enjoy that enjoy this show. How did you get the book in Texas? Um, Well, I got it on ebook, like on. um, Oh, okay, super easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But I, I was looking. And you can actually like order it from Target. It's just, yeah. They don't have it in the store, but you can get it mailed from Target. So how, like, how, how, how much they selling my book at Target? I have no idea, but I'm sure it's cheaper than in Canada. It better not be. <laughs> <laughs> Even with inflation, better not. I know. Listen, I listen. It, it costs half the price to go to a Burger King in Texas than it does in Toronto. So I can only yeah. I can only imagine what they're charging for books down there. Hey, uh, Melissa, it what? Costs half of everything. Yes, half. Hey, Melissa, what brought you uh, to Texas, by the way? Well, my husband, he lives in Texas. By the way, your book is $23 here in Target. Oh, Oh, okay. Damn, man. What? Okay. More you want? More? Yeah, no, it's fine. I'll settle for that. Yeah, you have dollar. Yeah, it's all right. Eating into my royalties. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So your husband, well, yeah, uh, yeah. your husband's from from the states, and you moved out there. That's awesome. Well, yeah, my husband is Puerto Rican, but he um, he lives. He happened to live here, so I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and move. I've been re- the the most replies that I've given to people on social media who have read my book was literally the the most. I I say thank you the most, but mm-hmm. like I would say that the second thing that I say the most to people is sorry for making you cry. Uh-huh. Right. And I, I literally, I've said that. And when I see people, this happened yesterday, when I see somebody like sitting on a plane getting ready to go to like some beach vacation somewhere oh, and they're like no. brought it along for the trip. Oh, no. I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm like no, oh, no. oh, you Leave are going to cry on that beach. You are oh, going to cry no. on that beach. Yeah. My gosh. Once you met Catherine, Ron, yeah. I couldn't stop. I couldn't because it was just the way that you describe her and the way the impact that she did in your life after everything you had gone through, especially you never dealt with your dad's death. That was huge. And then you meet this woman that just completely changes your life. Mm -hmm. Like you, you you know, she, she does, she does what nobody was able to do, which was be happy. Yeah. And I, I thought that was just so beautiful. And, and just the way, I mean, the way you always have talked to her, talked about her, um, it's, I mean, it's always so nice. And, and same with you, uh, Mocha, the way that you speak about Jenna, your wife, it's so wonderful. And it's so, so beautiful that, you know, a lot of times you don't really hear that anymore, that people talk about their spouses like that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's so refreshing. It's so beautiful because that's what love is, is just being there, having someone that changes your whole life and be happy, you know, be honest 
story about everything and be able to share that. <laughs> Yo, you listen, <laughs> listen. Low, low I love key. it. I love that. Uh, Melissa, you Thank are you. the absolute best. Thank you for, uh, first of all, purchasing and reading Roz's book. Yes, thank you. And uh, secondly, thank you so much for listening to the Roz and Mocha show and being so dedicated, even out there in Texas. Yeehaw! Um, we love you. We appreciate you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for, for calling me. And I also, if, if you guys don't mind, I would like to give a shout out to my friend Tara. She loves you guys and she listens to you every single day. Um, and she's there. She's a, a loyal listener. So I just wanted to say hi to her and thank her for oh. introducing me to you guys. Hey, shout out to Tara. Shout out to Tara. Uh, love you lots, <laughs> Melissa. Thank you so much. Love you guys too. Thank you for calling. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Anytime, brother. All right. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yes, sir. You ready? Of course, bro. Let's do the news. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. What is the maximum amount of days you can stay at someone's house as a guest before it gets annoying? Ooh. Like Deepa, I'll start with you. What is the maximum, according to a new poll? What is the maximum amount of days you can stay at someone's house as a guest before it gets annoying? Um, maybe like like eight days, eight, just over a eight week. Eight days, eight, eight. days. Uh, Mocha, you say. Seven. I think one. Damn it, Mora, you say. Two. Sham, like like three. Oh, oh, before yeah. it gets really? annoying. Like after yeah. one night, and then I'm like one. Oh, God. one. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> also, zero house it gets guests. annoying. <laughs> it gets annoying after one day. It really does. Uh, four is the uh, oh. magic number, according to a new poll. 49% of people say that that right there is the cutoff. Uh, also, something that came out of this uh, uh, this poll, they said that 7% of people hide their valuables when they have house guests <laughs> Oh, over. my God. Who are you having We hide our for? valuables when right? somebody comes to do work. That's not a house guest, Yeah, that's though. different, though. No, we hide, that's like, different. even the person coming to change the air filter. Uh, yeah, but that's, that's not a house guest. I understand you hiding it when when a serviceman comes over, but like a house guest. Actually, when Matthew's ex came to sleep over for two days, I hid all my value. I would have hid Matthew. Did you hide your husband? Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I would have hid his deodorant, like all that stuff that makes him appealing. His hair gel, whatever he uses. I would have hidden all that stuff. Deepa, you said eight days. Yeah. Have you been a house guest for eight days? I feel like I was a house guest with my parents for about 25 years. No, 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 no. That's called... called a a, a no, child but i've been like vacation outside of canada staying with family you have yeah yeah and you're there like six seven days oh, that makes sense. matthew's family in portugal yeah okay, that makes sense and how yeah. long were you there for i was there for two weeks two weeks oh, it's too much bro at somebody's <laughs> house yeah sham what's the longest you've ever been a house guest mm, i'm gonna say like yeah like a week a week like huh? a week yeah. yeah do you tend to keep to yourself or are you just like you try and integrate yourself into the family Oh, I'm always, I'm all about being in part of the family. You are. Huh? Well, make enjoy the experience. itinerary for me. Yeah? Yeah. No, man, I can't. I, I try and, uh, I, I, I give them a break from me. Mm-hmm. I feel that people at least deserve that if they've invited me into their home. Mm-hmm. They deserve a break from me every no now way. and then. Yeah, yeah, I do. I can't. I, I go and disappear for a while. Where do you go? Or, I don't know. I just go find a place to, to, to go. 
Like, I don't know. Like, like I'll the just basement? go. The basement? Sometimes the basement, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not yeah. like not like the laundry room. Like, I'll go somewhere where there's a chair, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, I don't go. Stool to the laundry room. Yeah, like, I'm not going sitting with the litter box for the uh-huh. cat or anything like that. Or like, like outside? No, yeah, sometimes outside. Uh-huh. I just, I feel that people need a break from me. That's why I'm a terrible house guest, right? I don't like imposing what, on anyone. you show up for dinner? No, I don't like imposing on, I would much rather just get a hotel, to be honest with you. And I'll come and hang out with you in the day, but but then I need a break from you and you need a break. Believe me, I know you need a break from me. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Adele is blowing people away. So she's finally doing her shows in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I guess the end of the show, spoiler alert, is because it's Vegas and... Everything's over the top? Everything is over the top. Yeah. But because it's Vegas, I don't know if you've seen the video of how the show ends. Mm-mm. So Adele is standing in the middle of the stage. Yeah. And then just from above, pink confetti just falls. Wow. And as the pink confetti falls, Adele disappears. <gasps> like what? a magic show? Like a magic show. Her show ends with a disappearing act. And then does she come back for like no, an encore? gone. Or this is like that's pro- the, presumably that, yeah, after that's the encore. The, that's the end. Really? Yeah, and everybody, like, the video, everybody is like, what <gasps> the, yeah. So, you know what's so funny? Is you that have to have magic. If you're doing Vegas, man, you and gotta how have many, magic in the show. How many Vegas residencies have there been and still are, and no one has done that? Yeah, uh, but I don't know. I mean, listen, you go to you go well, to Vegas. Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. No, 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 no. As far but as I a mean, musical like, act As a musical go. act, right? Yeah, yeah. I like boys know. to men got their residency. They're not disappearing <laughs> off that stage. No, Celine wasn't. That's the same stage Celine and like Shania were on. But uh, but I don't know yeah. what they do because those stages are all just trapdoors, right? Yeah. But if you watch the footage, hmm. she's standing in the stage. It's all it's all and it's and it's like people film it on their phones. Yeah. She's standing in the middle of the stage, and then like confetti just starts to fall, and as the confetti falls, she's gone. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. I'm so into I it. don't know how they do it. Or do you like that, or would you rather an encore? Uh, no, I'm assuming this was after the encore. I'm assuming that this is how the show ended is what I got mm. from the from the article. I'm into I it. I think it's kind of badass. Yeah. Right? Um, but uh, but people seem to be loving that show because there were so many problems with that show. And, uh, and she that's made it what, up, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess. She, she also walks through the audience and, and interviews people. Does she? Yeah. I saw like lounge like, style? Yeah. Like she'll go around and where are you from and blah, blah, blah and talk to people. Really? Which I thought was really Adele's cool. doing the where are you from, huh? I guess you pay $5,000 well, for a ticket. that's what you do in Vegas. Yeah, it is. You're Idaho. right. You're right. That's what you do in but Vegas. You know what? That's risky. Because it's like, hey, uh, what's your name? Oh, I'm Stephanie. Where are you from, Stephanie? Visiting Vegas. Oh, I'm from Idaho. Uh, how you doing? She's like, oh, well, you know, I'm kind of down on my luck. And, I like potatoes. And like goes into. Yeah, I know. It's you tough. Know? Yeah, yeah. You, have to, you have to have people picked out. By the mm. way, uh, it's not Idaho. It's Utaho. <laughs> what? <laughs> Took a minute. Good one. <laughs> anyway, you don't get it? No, I get it. But like, where did that come from? <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> I'm about to disappear right now. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, they're going to de-age Harrison Ford in uh, Indiana Jones Five for the beginning of the movie. That's if anybody cares about that, question. Because yeah. I was thinking about Indiana Jones. Yes, sir. In the first movie, right? The first yes. round of movies. What year did those take place in? I know the movies like, came out like in the 80s. It took place in 1940-something. Like 40-whatever. Oh, now it makes sense. Right? Because I was like, how are they going to have... 
Indiana oh no, sorry, Jones. sorry, sorry. The first, like, when did the first movie take place? The first movie took place, I think, like around like nineteen thirty six or thirty seven oh, or something like that. So now the timeline makes sense right. because the new movie, yes, is in nineteen sixty nine, the sixties. Yes, but I was like, in real life, Harrison Ford is like a thousand years old. So they're reshooting something. So like the first Indiana Jones took place in the late thirties. Yes, right. Then they're sh- they're de aging Harrison Ford to shoot something that takes place in nineteen forty four. Makes sense. Right? And then he's going to be appropriately aged for 1969. Oh, back to the future. Yes, exactly. Now it makes sense. Yes, yes, yes. Now it makes sense. So that's why why they're dealing with the space race between the USSR and uh, and the United States, right? Okay, there you go. But anyway. You've been You shut up, boy. Jesus, man. That was a compliment. Okay. Okay. All I heard was Maury. I was talking about years and Maury started to talk and I, I, mean, I just, let, I knew I, my feelings were going to get hurt. So you can hear me? Yes. Okay. Roz, you've been de-aging for years. Stop. Okay. <laughs> I, I, will, I will accept that. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, at the beginning of COVID, uh, sorry, at the beginning of when the, the vaccination push was going on, when uh, there was all these stories of uh, people, you know, losing their jobs and everything else, who didn't want to get vaccinated. And then the sort of real big guy who would not get vaccinated was, um, what's his name? The football player. What's that guy's name? The quarterback? Joe Namath. No, not Joe Namath. Jesus. No. <laughs> Aaron no. Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Thank you, Shem. <laughs> Real ones, no. Yeah. Was Joe Namath all up in this too? Oh, yeah. So many tweets. And I think then, he deleted them. Though. And then you started hearing all these other stories. And one of the big stories that came out of all that, and it seemed like rumor, was that Ice Cube uh, turned down or lost out or whatever it was on a $9 million movie because he wouldn't get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And you didn't know at the time, like, how legit that was or if that actually did happen, if it was rumor. But here's Ice on a, on a podcast called uh, uh, Million Dollars Worth of Game. Ooh, I know that podcast. Do you? Yeah, is it Barstool. Good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's a Barstool show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so here is, uh, here's Ice Cube explaining. I turned down a movie because I didn't want to get the jab, you know, turned down nine million. Because I didn't want to get the jab. You know, that jab and y'all for trying to make me get it so you know i don't don't know how hollywood feel about me right now you know what i'm saying i didn't turn it down didn't give it to me because i wouldn't get the shot exactly i didn't turn it down oh okay they just didn't give it to me oh because you wouldn't get the covid shot yeah the covid shot oh the jab the jab jab. yeah i didn't catch it at all yeah i didn't need that you know, I don't think I. I'm a big fan of Ice Cube, right? I love Cube. Yeah. Music and movies. Yeah. I don't think I could ever sit in front of him and do an interview. No. He is so intimidating. Yeah, but it's. But a Cube is a weird one because Cube is really. The last, like, long while, his. Like on-screen brand is playing like the goofy dad in slapstick family comedies. Completely. Yeah, are you right? there yet? Yes. yes. <laughs> are we there yet? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That like that's his brand. But, but, but he's still, still this. Like in it's real life. Me. In real life, Cube is not to be played with. No. 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 Right? No. 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 Uh, I've interviewed Cube a couple times for those and? movies. He's great. Yeah. He's, he, yes. Is he? Yes. Yes. He's great. I, I don't know if you get like the real cube. Yeah, but I. But here's the thing: is I don't know what the real cube is at this I, point. I think what we heard right there mm-hmm. is the real. cube. I do not. No. No. I think that's cube with his boys. 
I think that's Cube cranking it up a if little bit. I was doing bit. an interview, I'd want this Cube. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think, I think the Cube that you see in the movies is the one that he puts on. I think this oh, is no, more I, like no, the no, real I one. think it's somewhere in between. Oh, okay. I, I, think it's, yeah. I, think it, I think it's somewhere in between. I think that there's a there's a middle ground where where Cube lives yeah. and it's somewhere in between because with Ice T right you see that middle ground more often sure right oh, but he's I'm, one of the nicest people ever yeah. yeah Cube's super nice too Cube is a really know. really nice guy like his character in the uh, Twenty One Jump Street movie <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's hysterical. Like, he, he is funny. He's as hell. really, really yes. funny, but it's so intimidating. I know. <laughs> what was his name in Boys from the Boys in the Hood? Doughboy. Doughboy. That's right. Oh yeah. Oh, damn. 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 Yeah. Damn. He's Doughboy for real. Damn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So so much with the uh, whole Budweiser thing at the World Cup. So we know that over the weekend, FIFA announced. Uh, that Qatar was banning beer sales in all eight stadiums. This was just two days before the World Cup was going to start. And so this was despite the fact that Budweiser paid $75 million to be the official um, beer of FIFA at the World Cup. And then after the announcement happened, um, Bud tweeted, well, this is awkward. So <laughs> yeah. I can, you can still buy the, like the, the Bud Zero, I guess it's called, their near beer, like their oh, non-alcoholic. You can still buy that. Yeah. Um, but what they're doing now is because they've banned the beer sales, Bud has all this beer, like these like FIFA branded beer. Did yeah. they send it there? Yes. Right. Even was, knowing they're not allowed to. They it, still was sent it. No, it was two before. days before. Before. They had to prep, oh right? right? God. So it's they like don't send a day up. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know how much beer you got to unpackage? <laughs> okay, so they have all this beer now, this FIFA branded beer, and so what they're going to do is uh, they're saying that uh, we will now host the ultimate championship celebration for the winning country. Because for oh, winning fans, oh, nice. they've taken on the world. So what they're doing is they're going to send all that beer mm-hmm. to whichever country wins World Cup. If Qatar wins. Oh. Well, then I don't know what happens. Qatar's <laughs> not going to win World Cup. Um, I don't know. I don't know what happens. Uh, but, the, oh, they're also asking for $47 million back from FIFA. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just, yeah. like, that's just like an aside. Like, it's not, it's not all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not all fun. Yeah, it's all fun, but also lawyers. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Right. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio almost blew his chance to be in Titanic. And so this is from an interview that James Cameron did, because I guess even at that time, like Leo was so good and was so in demand. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like you remember not that long ago, it was um, uh, Christian Bale who said that every actor in Hollywood of that age owes their roles that they get to Leonardo DiCaprio because he is offered every single role first and they only get cast if he turns it down, mm-hmm. right? Like that's how in demand. Did he and do it's, many movies before Titanic? And it's, oh, yeah, Leonardo yeah, DiCaprio. Oh my God. Like Basketball, Basketball Diaries, Diaries, Gilbert yeah. Grape, um, Romeo and Juliet. Like he was like, he was hot. He was the guy. He was the guy. And so I guess the story was that when James Cameron brought him in to Titanic, it's always an insult to ask a, a, a big-time actor to audition for a role. They just want to be offered the role. They don't want to have to sit there and audition for it. Do, do, a, a, do a screen I test. I know the feeling. So, so this is James Cameron talking about how Leo almost blew it. 
We'll run some lines and I'll video it. And he said, you mean I'm reading? I said, yeah. He said, oh, I don't read. I shook his hand. I said, well, thanks for coming by. Oh. He said, wait, wait. You mean if I don't read, I don't get the part just like that? And I said, oh, yeah. This is like a giant movie. It's going to take two years of my life. So you're going to read or you're not going to get the part. Okay. <laughs> Every ounce of his entire being is just so negative. Right up until I said action. And then he turned into Jack. Kate just lit up and they went into this whole thing and he played the scene. I'm like, all right, he's the guy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But even then, Leonardo DiCaprio was like, bro, I don't read. I don't audition. You think he has hey, to read know, now for auditions? Hell no. And you know Nothing. how James Cameron got him back for that attitude? Yeah. It was like, bro, I know there's enough room for 200 <laughs> left. Oh, you think there what? was a different ending yeah. before this? Probably. Guess what? <laughs> oh, come on. You're not getting on this Wait door. Wait a second. You're trying to tell me you believe that Titanic ended where Jack did not die until Leo no, showed no, no, up no, with no. attitude <laughs> and then he made and then he killed him. He decided to kill him. Yeah, no, James Cameron, maybe like without knowing that it was going to be Leo. Right, right. Had written on there that true love prevailed. Two of them got on the door. Everything, and then that's the end. Everything was great, right? Yeah. What movie ends like that? <laughs> Not Titanic. the original Titanic. Okay, yeah. But then Leo came right. in with the hot shot attitude. Yeah. And Cameron was like, "Bro, okay. I'm going to make this door so big that everyone's going to notice <laughs> that there's room for two. And guess what? You're still not getting on it. Wow. It's wow. been 86 years. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, new allegations from Adidas employees. This is more from that Rolling Stone article. Oh um, have surfaced that that about Kanye's relationship with Adidas and what he put Adidas, uh, Adidas, excuse me, um, uh, employees through and now adidas is like looking real bad because they let a lot of stuff go um, so among the new allegations was an anecdote about kanye telling a female staffer when designing in the process of designing one of his yeezy shoes he told her to quote i want you to make me a shoe i can f what? Okay. Um, and then they allege other intimidation tactics uh, that were provocative, frequently sexualized, and often directed at women. Uh, Kanye apparently regularly played hardcore pornography on his laptop during meetings, Ooh. discussed porn, and showed explicit photos of, and videos of he and Kim Kardashian oh to employees. They also claim that Adidas execs were well aware of Kanye's problematic behavior and turned their moral compass off and excused his actions. Um, as one staffer recalled, uh, Kanye, quote, would be in a meeting and he'd be talking to you and he'd rattle off on his laptop to play porn. He was like, I know it's uncomfortable, but I kind of need this in the background to keep me focused. And you'd be like, uh, okay. The employee claims to have witnessed Wes playing porn in meetings on at least five separate occasions. Kanye, they say, was uh, was like, Kanye was like, see this feeling, this feeling that you get when you watch this? This is what I want people to feel when they put on our shoes. So I was like, oh my God, this really happened. He couldn't use any other way to describe that except putting on porn. So that's what it was like with Kanye in the boardroom. Wow. And this went on for a while and nobody said anything. That's ridiculous. Like, Bro, what's that, Deepa? This is just like a a 
power play move. You know you have dominance over people because he's Kanye West. He figures he could do whatever he wants and will get away with everything. And the fact that people knew that this was happening and didn't address it is like highly, highly problematic. Mm -hmm. But the the problem is, though, is that so many people called him a genius. Mm -hmm. And when you're dealing with genius, right, this is apparently what you have to allow them to do to capture the genius. Yeah. Let them right? do their thing. We'll understand eventually. Yes, you just don't understand the genius yeah. and how the genius works. Oof, what a trash, trash human being. Trash. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Simu Liu is taking a social media to uh, sort of school Martin Scorsese and Quentin Tarantino. Um, so Uh-oh. Quentin, so we know Martin Scorsese's feelings about uh, Marvel movies and everything else. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tarantino, we'll get to his comments in a second because I don't know if he's doing the thing that Simu is accusing him of doing. So Simu said, if the only gatekeepers to movie stardom came from Tarantino and Scorsese, I would never have had the opportunity to lead a $400 million plus movie. I am in awe of their filmmaking genius. They are they are transcendent. They are transcendent auteurs, but they don't get to point their nose at me or anyone. No movie studio is is ever or will be perfect, but I'm proud to work with one that has made sustained efforts to improve diversity on screen and creating heroes that empower and inspire people of all communities everywhere. I love the golden era too, but it was white as hell. Mm. So here's what Tarantino said, because this came from a recent Tarantino interview. Tarantino, the first thing he was talking about was the marvelization of Hollywood. He said, there's a marvelization going on, and that's my only axe to grind against them, is that they're the only things that seem to be made. Um, He goes on to say uh, that there's not really much room for anything else, and that's the problem. But what Sima was responding to was, I think, Tarantino's comments on movie stars, where he was talking about how there's no real movie stars Mm. anymore. And he goes, you have all these actors who have become famous playing these characters, but they're not the movie star, right? Captain America is the star, or Thor is the star. I mean, I'm not the first person to point that that out. I think it's been said a zillion times, but it's like, you know, is these franchise characters that become the stars. So I think that he's talking about, like... People the don't actual person that you're playing. It's not Chris Evans that people are no. going to see as a movie star like they would a Tom Cruise sure. or like they would at, say a Leonardo DiCaprio no, they're going or like to they see would Captain America. They're going to see Captain or America. Iron Man. Right. And then so movie stardom, you know, you would think that Chris Evans could walk over and do another $200 million franchise yeah. that wasn't Captain America, but I honestly don't think Chris Evans could. No. Because he's so much of Captain America. Right. He's so much Captain America. So I get what they're both sort of saying. Yes. You know what I mean? But I sort of agree with Tarantino that like, because did you, I watched that movie, The Gray Man with Ryan Gosling and uh, and, and Chris oh, Evans. Oh, how was it? Ryan Gosling is Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling's oh, great. Minute. Ryan Gosling's a movie star, that too. right? Yeah. Ryan, Gos- Ryan Gosling's Ryan Gosling's a movie star. Yeah, it right? was a great movie. I thought it was like thirty minutes too long. But as much as I love Chris Evans and I think he's charming, and I think he's funny, and I think he's talented. When you watch Chris Evans not in Captain America, Chris Evans really doesn't look like a movie star. It's weird. 
He doesn't look like a movie star. What about Knives Out? Is he famous from that? No, no, no. I mean, Knives Out is awesome. Mm-hmm. But Chris Evans is like, he's not the standout mm-hmm. of Knives Out at all. I completely forgot he was in Knives Out. Really? The sweater? Oh. Everything like that? Yeah. No, you didn't? Completely forgot. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Knives Out. That second movie's coming out And he's so. the new Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, well, well, let's not go there. All that controversy. Yeah. Um, don't need but, that. Uh, but no, I... Uh, what the hell were we talking about again? Quentin Tarantino and Seaman. Tarantino. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Man, people are bailing on Balenciaga fast. What happened? So, okay, a lot, a lot. Really? Yeah, so they did an ad campaign for their new whatever collection. I don't even know. Okay. And the ad featured children, kids, mm-hmm. um, holding on to these Balenciaga bags. And these Balenciaga bags were teddy bears in bondage gear. Oh, geez. Okay. And so everybody was like, yo, like, what? You can't, you can't do that. And so they said, we sincerely apologize for any offense our holiday campaign may have caused. Our plush bear bags should not have been featured with children in this campaign. We have immediately removed the campaign from all platforms. They go on to say, we apologize for displaying unsettling. Oh, so, and then people started going through other ad campaigns that Balenciaga have done. Of course. Throughout the last little while. And it doesn't end sort of like with the kids, with the bear, with the bondage. Okay. So there's another ad campaign where it's just like an office and there's messy stuff all over the office. Mm-hmm. And in, underneath all the papers, there's like one paper sticking out the side that you can sort of see words on it. And if you zoom in, what that set of papers are, are transcripts from a U.S. Supreme Court ruling that where they were arguing against a child pornography law. What? Okay. How did that make it into the ad? Then in another ad, there's a woman sitting in an office, right, with like a Balenciaga bag. And there's like a desk full of stuff. And there's books stacked up. Okay. And one of the books is this photographer and this artist. And this artist inside that book depicted children in ways that like if you Google the book, like Google won't even show you the images. Really? In his art. Ritualistic type things, cannibalism, like all of this kind of stuff. Then in another ad, there's like a diploma on the wall just with some guy's name on it. Mm -hmm. And if you Google who that person is, there's a bunch of people with that same name. But one person with that same name is somebody who is a convicted, you know what? Yeah. My God. So this is a, they have a history of this now. Yeah. Right. And so they say, we apologize for displaying unsettling documents in our campaign. We take this matter very seriously and are taking legal action against the parties responsible for creating the set and including unapproved items for a spring 23 campaign photo shoot. So they're basically blaming the photographer. Mm -hmm. The photographer, uh, Gabrielle Giamberti, goes on to say, that he's received hundreds of hate messages. And then he defends himself by saying, I am not in a position to comment on Balenciaga's choices, but I must stress that I was not entitled whatsoever in any manner to neither choose the product nor the models nor the combination of the same. He went on to say that the direction of the campaign and choice of the objects displayed were out of his control. In these ads, when you're dealing with a company like Balenciaga, they have 
eyes on this stuff. Yeah. Everything is meticulous. There is nothing in these ads that is not supposed to be in these ads. So now the question is, has Balenciaga been sort of forwarding pedophilia in their ad campaigns, hoping nobody would notice? Yes. Yes I'm is the say answer. Yes. yes is the answer. Mm-hmm. Yes is the answer, right? But how did it get past that many eyes? Because th- it's deliberate. It's- because Balenciaga Nobody snuck this no, but in. Why would you deliberately do that? That's that's, that's, that's the question, question for Balenciaga. Like, that's why insane. would you do this? That's the question. And you these have a ads history for this. Would have run in like Vogue. Everything. Everywhere. Yes. Oh, this is going to be. This yes. is going to grow. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it's a crazy story, man. And didn't they just cut ties with Kanye too? Yeah. Because Kanye was too much, and then they're out but, there doing this. So nobody else had noticed. This kind of pattern. Nobody went before? looking until the campaign with the kids with the teddy bears. Yeah. And then oh, they went boy. looking at all the other ads that have come out recently. Mm-hmm. And there's a shocking amount that have these sort of like subliminal kind of things yeah. in there. Um, and that's what they're finding out. Uh, David Harbour doing a Gran Turismo movie. He is? I, yeah. Yeah. So I guess the story of the Gran Turismo movie is that it's not like... Like, it's not the video game come to life. Oh. It's a story about, like, a kid who was really good at Gran Turismo, I guess, that went on to become a real race car driver. Oh, it's based on a true story. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember when I got my license and I said that his driving was just like Gran Turismo? Yeah. Right? It is. It is. Driving is just like Gran Turismo. So here's <laughs> so, so here's David Harbour talking to ET Canada. So far, it's been pretty awesome. I mean, uh, this director, Neil... I can't even pronounce his last name. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> Blomkampf or Neil. He did um, that movie District 9. He's such a brilliant oh, guy. Um, that's a good movie. And um, this uh, young actor, um, Archie, again, another last name. That I'm <laughs> oh, no. So fantastic. Um, it's, uh, it feels like a really special movie. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I think video game movies in general have real problems with their construction because I feel like you want to be playing the game as opposed to watching someone be the character. And our film does not suffer from that problem because it it incorporates people playing games in it and then what real life is around that. Um, in this particular Gran Turismo story, it's not like we're in... Because Gran Turismo doesn't have any story. It's just a racing sim. So... Right. Uh, I don't know what they've revealed about the story, but the story is fascinating. Probably not all this. Um, no, the film not. feels uh, you got loose lips. really loose. emotional and visceral and inspiring. And it feels like a, a feel-good sports movie. Yo, uh, right. David Harbour. wait. <laughs> David Harbour is you. Yeah, 100%. Right? Doesn't know the names of anyone he works no. with. No. I'm not no. afraid to say I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. no. no. At all. At all. Could be meeting that person for the very first time in, yeah. in, in his mind. We, we, Much like you. <laughs> right? Meanwhile, I've been working with them like face-to-face months, years. Yeah, I stress so much. If I have to see people that we work with, I stress uh-huh. so much because there's people that we worked with for, I don't know, 14 years. And okay. I, I have no idea what their names so, are. So, yes. Yesterday. Oh, shut up, don't. <laughs> yesterday. Don't. 
right? Oh, yeah. The entire show, we yeah. went to, we were asked to go say hi to a bunch of uh, clients yeah. and like salespeople. There was a big meeting happening, yeah. right? Yeah. And people, the superstars from our sales department had clients there. Yeah. And we walk into this room, we're saying hi. And the only thing in my mind yeah. is Roz is trying to figure out, and tell me if I'm right or wrong, <laughs> if you were trying to figure out who worked for us and who didn't. <laughs> <laughs> right like out of that big room of people which group of them work in the hallway right over there just to our left okay okay can i tell you something yeah and you were probably shaking hands with people who've worked here for like 20 years yeah. that you thought were here for yes. the meeting that didn't work here yes you're, first of all you're right and then am i the only one that goes into a room like that and tries to figure out the difference in the people right like i i realized immediately that the guests were probably the ones wearing the the, the the things around their necks. Yeah. Because they needed them for security. No, but the interesting the thing building. is the guest uh, half those people yeah. used to work here. What's that? A lot of those people that were wearing the guest passes yes. used to work here oh, for 20 they years. Don't work here anymore? No, they they all merged to this new company. Oh. So you're you were saying hi to people that know. you've known yes. who were wearing guest passes. Right. And I just and I, I was very confused. So then I thought the guest passes meant nothing. <laughs> so confused. Right? All right. I was like, <laughs> you can't get out of this. One. No, I can't. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So, in the wake of everything that went down, the disaster that was Ticketmaster's rollout of Taylor Swift tickets last week, yeah. a U.S. Senate antitrust panel will uh, be assembled and hold hearings on the lack of competition in the ticketing industry. Wow. Uh, the hearing comes after reports of the major service failures and delays in Ticketmaster's website that left fans furious that they couldn't get uh, Taylor Swift tickets. The Damn. hearing date and witnesses will be announced at a later date and if you remember uh taylor had released her statement saying that she was uh pissed off and that they had contacted ticketmaster multiple times to see if they could handle this kind of demand and they were assured that they could so of course because why why wouldn't they they sell tickets for everything yeah. everywhere all over the world yeah but this but but nobody the, obviously but nobody these, saw but these problems aren't the, like the the, the, the bots? Is, is that it no. took no all of it all of it it yeah. took it took taylor swift uh, to sort of put them over the edge because this is something that fans have been complaining about forever. Like, this happens all the time to people. Wow. It just happened on a level that it's never happened before. Ticketmaster better get their stuff together Yeah, because I don't want to encounter problems. When I buy tickets for the Dude Perfect tour, that's happening in the summer. What in the hell is that? Yeah, what is that? You guys don't know Dude Perfect? No. no. Y'all don't know Dude Perfect? No. No. What is What's that? that? Sounds like adult fun. Yeah. No, they like do all <laughs> these tricks like... and stuff and then like uh, go viral and they a got band like or it's a group of guys and they do all these like cool stunts and like tricks. On skateboards and stuff? With everything. Like, so what? Where like are they making performing? trick shot like they could be in a stadium in the five hundred levels and throw a basketball down onto the court and it gets like a swoosh right into oh, the hoop. Those guys. I know what you're talking and about. And they always go viral for their stunts. Oh, yeah, but it's all fake, though. It's not fake. Yeah, it is. It's not fake. Yeah, it is. It's all fake. You're a hater. It's all fake. I don't no. think Ticketmaster will have a problem with their tickets. It's all fake. Google the right now is dude perfect I'm fake. I'm not going to Google, Google that. It. 
Google no, it. Because some hater out there is going to, there's going to no, be an no, article no, 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 from a hater saying that it's no, fake. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Shut, no, Maury, stop yeah. it. Yeah. I'm Hold taking on. away both, your internet access. Shannon. Oh my God, right in bold. Yes, all the shots and videos are real. Shut up. No way. I just said You mean real. to tell me. Maury said, said, said real. I said real. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no. Dig yeah. deeper, Maury. This is how Maury gets his information. This is how Maury gets his information. Dig a little deeper, Maury. Dig a little deeper. While you do that, uh, Maple Leaf Square me, today. Hold on. Yeah. That they, these guys, they make a paper airplane and it yeah. flies like flawlessly like a dart right across an entire football field. That's fake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Perfect has been trying to prove their tricks are real for years. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Trying to and prove. And they're going on tour. I love trying to prove. So Ticketmaster, do not deny me my proof. tickets. Man. Yeah. Is Santa real? Yes. Guys. <laughs> Sorry, you know Mocha. <laughs> if I can't share my passions with you guys, no, then... No, keep sharing. It's no, great. Sh- stop it. <laughs> <laughs> stop it. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So there was a report saying that uh, that Johnny Depp was confirmed to be returning as Captain Jack Sparrow uh, in another Pirates movie because I guess there was a call sheet going around oh. with his name on it. But uh, multiple reports have come out to say that that report is in fact bogus. Oh, and just that like there, there, there is no answer as to whether Johnny Depp is going to be back in Pirates. I think this just all started because they canceled the Margot Robbie Mm -hmm. uh, female-led Pirates where she said that they axed that movie. So everybody's like, oh, Johnny's back. And then all these rumors started flying. But uh, but multiple reports yesterday were going crazy that uh, Johnny Depp was back. Uh, But uh, many people who are in those sort of circles say that, um, not saying that it will never happen, but this is nowhere even close to being confirmed because the current project pirates project that they are working on they don't even have a script or a director yet so that is that the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh kevin bacon thrilled to be joining the mcu so the guardians of the galaxy holiday special this is where they um they come down to, to earth to steal kevin bacon to um, lift the spirits of Star-Lord, right? Mm-hmm. Because we know Star-Lord from Guardians is a huge Kevin Bacon fan. Huge. When he was trying to explain to Gamora in that one scene. It's called Footloose. <laughs> and in it, a great hero named Kevin Bacon. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> so good. So in the movie, they go down. Uh, uh, Star-Lord's a little bit way. a little bit bummed, and uh, uh, they go down to Earth to steal Kevin Bacon as a gift for uh, Star-Lord. And here is Kevin Bacon. I want to do this holiday special. That's just an immediate, I don't need to read it. I'll be there. I love to do that kind of stuff. In case of something like Guardians, you have to stop sometimes and go, this is really cool. This is this is I got a really really fun game. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah, uh, that holiday special is out uh, on Disney tomorrow. Just looking up, Dude Perfect. Does Dude Perfect <laughs> use what? 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 I'm just trying to do my due due diligence here. I don't want you throwing your money away on a fraud. Why can't he go just for entertainment? I'm purposes? sick of people on this show doing it, whether it's Mocha buying Dude Perfect tickets or Deepa paying a priest to come to her house. <laughs> That was not a fraud. It oh. solved all my problems. <laughs> also, 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 for clarification, that, yes. it was a donation oh, to right. the church. Right. Also, <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, the video of the dad from the Colorado Springs shooter who shot up the LGBTQ plus um, nightclub 
and then was taken down by patrons. The dad, as far as I know, because he started like, people started throwing his name around. I guess he's used different names in the past and he's been a, a, an MMA fighter and, a, and an adult film star. And then he was addicted to meth and he was on intervention. Oh and it's this real whack job. And, and the reason that, uh, they, so local news caught up with the dad and you have to understand, like, when you see these stories and you're like, how can somebody walk into a club? By the way, the guy who did all the, the shooting up, his lawyers have now said that he's non-binary. Mm. And everybody's saying that he's probably going to use this as a, as a way to uh, get out of hate crime charges by saying that he's now non-binary. Um, but, the, but the dad, you, you always wonder, like, who makes these people? Like, where do these people come from? Where they, they decide one day to go in to a place like a gay bar and, like, shoot it up? Like, like where does this come from? Like, mm. how, how is this human created? And then the local news shows up at the dad's house. And the dad, when he first heard that his kid was involved in a shooting at a gay bar, his, his initial reaction was, oh, my God, is my kid gay? And then he thought, oh no, God. yeah, listen to him, listen to him. Because he slurs all over the place. So I'm going to tell you what he said. So he's like, oh, my God, you know, I thought he was gay. And then I found out he wasn't. Phew. So here is the dad when he found out that his kid was the one that shot up the bar. There was a shooting involving, you know, there were multiple people. Right. And then I thought they were on going to find it's a, a gay bar. Yeah, right. And, and, and I was like, oh, my God, is he gay? As a scare. Oh, my God, is he gay? Hmm. And he's not gay. So it's like, this. Well, you guys had had conversations about that. You you were oh yeah, so like, you, you, I was you adamant. Him, yeah, you were adamant that gay is I gay is bad. Yeah. I'm a Mormon. I'm a conservative Republican, and we don't do gay. We don't do yeah. gay. We don't do gay. Yeah. I can't get answers from the attorneys really, but they're saying that some of these you know, it's involving a gay bar. Or I don't know. Um, I don't know what the heck you do if you have a gay bar. Um, I don't know what's going Well, on. he's accused of going on a mass shooting at a gay bar and killing five people. Colorado's. Okay, well, well, I, I, I'm excused of doing that. I, I, I'm surprised he's not gay. I don't know if I say that, but he's not gay. Jeez. Okay, he's God. accused of going into a gay bar and shooting it up, and he goes, well, thank God he's not gay. That's the reaction. And uh, here's more of uh, uh, this guy's thoughts on, uh, on, on gay. I praised him for violent behavior really early. I praised him for violent works. behavior. It is in, it's instant, and, it, and you'll get immediate results. And you'll always give what you want you're good at fighting. Had you taught him more tolerance, let me no. be direct. Do you think, uh, you know, it, he would have been more tolerant of gay people? Apparently. I think that my anti-gay, anti-schmatic, uh, they call conservative writing, I'm a conservative extraordinaire, and I've been very vocal about that. It was okay to be gay. You know, it's like, it's, it's, like, it's cool to be gay. It's not, it's, I think it's not cool at all. I think it's, um, my, my opinion about gays is that it's not okay. I think we should stand up against homosexuality. So you Goodness. wonder where they come from, right? Like, you're always like, God, like, how does this happen? Like, how does a guy who's young... You know, get it in his head that this mm. is the this is the sort of where's the influence? Where's the influence? As a right reporter, here. Right? How would you stand in front of that guy and just I, like listen and not want to just? Well, as well, a you reporter, can't start punching people as a reporter. Yeah, right? as a reporter, like, you want to, you oh want to, God. you want to. Like mm. I get it. Like or, everybody or argue with them, going like, really? And you're a dad? I yeah, I know, but that's you. You, you know, you just you sort of you, you got to let him talk and. Hopefully, you know, he's going to show who he is and yeah. shed some light on the situation. And as, and as 
awful as this guy is, I mean, he shed a lot of light on the situation. That one interview answered a lot of questions because this kid was probably, what, like 16 when Mm. Trump got into office? Right. And then he had, you know, four years of his old man during formative years of his life. And now you got to figure that all his old man does sit around Dad's ranting views, all day. Passed down to the child. Right. And now we lost these lives. Yeah. Like, yeah. It doesn't always happen, but you just see how easy it is to do that to uh, to somebody to sort of put that in them. It's crazy, man. What a piece of work. Jesus. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, oh, I got to do this right right now. Has your name, Mocha, ever showed up on one of these lists of like the most popular baby names? Never. Shem, has your name ever showed up? No, Deepa never. Prashad, has your name ever showed up? <laughs> never. Year after no, year. Year after year. <laughs> Maury, has your name ever showed My up? Name's not even on those magnets at Disneyland. No. Okay. Yeah. Yours? No. No. Hell no. Um, okay. So let me go through. These are the Canadian most popular baby names. Okay. So I'm only going to give you the top 10 and then we're going to get to something interesting here okay okay so for girls the top 10 uh number 10 is uh, isabella mm. then you got nora then you got hannah mm-hmm. then you got lily mm-hmm. then you got charlotte then you got ava emma amelia sophia and number one want to take a guess at number one mocha is it from a tv show no i don't know man i don't watch i don't know oh okay you watch everything. I know. Is I it a common name? Um, I would say it's somewhat is it, common. Is, is it L? It's not L. What no, is it? No, no. Olivia. Oh, very nice name. Olivia's number one. Then we get to okay. the boys. Okay. Them boys. Let me give you the top 10. Uh, Benjamin mm-hmm. at number 10. James, Jack, Luca, Lucas, Leo, a lot of L's. Oliver mm-hmm. at number three is Jackson. And then number two is Liam. Oh. And at number one is... Any guesses? Interesting. Any guesses? Uh, Brad. Brad? Yeah. No. Chad. Chad? Chad? Doug. Uh, Doug? No. Bob. Any... And Bob? No. Like, like okay. Noah or something? Noah. Like at 100% it is oh. Noah. Is it Noah? Oh, yes, nice. it is. Oh. It's all, Noah nice. is always top 10. So these are the, the top 10, right? Because this is what parents being like, I gotta give my kid like a cool name, like a trendy name, whatever. I know a kid named Noah. There you go. I don't so, know any Benjamins. So then you go down the list, right? And on the yeah. bottoms of these lists is where you where you, you real find the interesting sort of data, right? Because okay. when you start getting top 10, it's parents trying to be unique, trying to be cool, right? Trying right. to be trendy, trying to be on brand, right? The bottoms of the list of the names when you get to, you start getting to the names of kids that parents felt obligated to name their kid after like a grandfather or whatever. So here, I'm going to go down to 100 and 100 on the boys (laughs) list and the girls list. Okay, go ahead. Okay? On the girls list, you got Iris. On the boys (laughs) list, you got Landon. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.